I'm like. My first impressions of this beer are it's a fucking mess. Welcome to the show. Uh, at Beerfield Hop, Chris Hopper, joined by at Beerfield Theory, at Ryan Miner underscore FFB. Gentlemen, how are your uh, playoff prospects and or first round pick prospects looking? Hopper, you and I are playing in we have two separate playoff matchups this week. We do. Yep. In the listener league, it yep, was your favorite. Boy. In in uh, Nick's league, which you should fucking steamroll me in because that, my entire that, roster is hurt. That's my league. Your I'm league. Trying to convince Nick to start a dynasty league, but I think he'll just. I think he's gonna stick with redraft. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you should steamroll me in your league. My, I, I should, I should, but you know, I have lost Cup, Debo, Lamar. I, I am humble. I have. <laughs> The corpse of Leonard Fournette, the I'm sometimes going to show up of DeAndre Swift, a concussed Jacoby Myers is my second best receiver right now. You should. I should. Have me easily beat. Like, I, I should. We'll see. I think I rolled out Isaiah Hodgins in that matchup, too. Yeah, that one's... Uh... Yeah, I'm in uh, eight playoffs, so I'm pretty pumped. I'm in three. I'm in three. I took a first-round pick in one. No, am I in three or four? I'm in four. I took a first-round round pick in one that I'm not in also. And the rest of it is kind of dog shit. Yeah, I got one bye week. I'm in my. I'm in the final round of, our, of my eliminator. Nice. So I'm in the final two. And I, of course, left myself with salary because it's a fab budget to be able to pick who I wanted because the guy I'm playing against had zero. So I got myself some Travis Kelsey because the guy who had the best team lost my fucking point. Like, he should have had the best team. Oh, that um, sucks. I was able to get Travis Kelsey for a buck. Austin Eckler. Yeah, so I got the McCaffrey-Eckler stack. And I did pick up Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. The weather's a little concerning, and we'll get more on that later. But it's still... Josh Allen, Stephon Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Yes. What to pair with my boy Jefferson and Tyreek Hill, which I'm also, I might end up benching for Keenan Allen. Because, you know, it's limited league. So there's there's only two leagues left. So you treat it like a extended DFS lineup with. Yeah. Stack it and go big or go home. And I got the, I got the Allen Stiggs. I've been riding the Herbert uh, Keenan Allen stack for a minute, but three players with only seven players starting to one team so a little much we got questions to kick it off too because it's fucking playoffs baby heck yeah let's go eric he's got three receivers we got to pick from not three to pick from i'm sorry three to start he's got one two three four six uh five or six so we got the count way too long yeah hold on i gotta pull pull up notepad all right go all right so we got we got Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, Terry McLaurin, Christian Kirk, Michael Pittman, 
Gabriel, Santa Claus, Davis, and Hollywood Brown. We got to pick three. Full PPR. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and do the obvious. I'm kicking out Davis in the snow. <laughs> because you can't race. <laughs> you're not going to give me the... <laughs> You're not going to nope. give me the pleasure of saying that. <laughs> nope. We're, we're booting Davis out. Get the fuck out of here. Anybody Davis. have a problem with doing that? No, nope. I'm done. He's I'm, the first uh, one da- Davis in the snow with as inconsistent as he's been and the options you have there, there's no way. Um, I think the other one I'm kicking out pretty immediately is probably Hollywood. Yeah, I was going to say with yep. no Kyler. I mean, Cole's one of the better backups in the league, but that offense takes a hit. Yeah, and since Hopkins has come back, he's been what the play calling is atrocious. There, well, plus they got the yeah. Broncos defense coming too. So yeah, yeah, Broncos yeah. defense, not a lot of productivity. I'm out on that one. That too, so, yeah. That's gonna leave ARSB, McLaurin, Kirk, and Pittman. So let's talk about it. Um, pull up your matchups real quick. Same Braun for sh- same Braun for sure. Yeah, you know it's well, tough. It's a tough matchup. Uh, tough. It matchup. is a tough matchup, but, but yeah, I'm on that too. Well, and ARSB plays primarily slot. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So he shouldn't draw sauce, I wouldn't think. Or Reed. Or he Reed. Made, he might. I mean, Reed. It's. I think it's gonna be Jamo. Jamo's gonna be out there. This yeah. Weekend. It's gonna be great. Oh, well, Jamo um, and Chark. They got some. They got their. Oh, they got two deep threats. They got oh, yeah. everything back. Yeah. Um. Scary Terry. Scary Terry, yes. I'm for him. Yeah, Commanders, Giants. Giants are fading over the stretch like we knew they would. So, ARSV, Scary Terry, and then I'm Pittman over Kirk. Uh, Jaguars have the Cowboys. Uh, Pittman has a great, great matchup against Minnesota. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I am firmly uh, well, firmly on the Pittman train this week. So, ARSB, McLaurin, Pittman, consistent. Yes. Consensus. I, th- yeah. I think that's consistent. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's consensus. Yep. Yep. We actually all agreed for once. We did. Yep. And I don't know that I would have, I wouldn't have thrown up much of a fight looking at, you know, no. Cowboys, Drags matchup. I think that that all, all makes sense. That's the only one where maybe you can get into a shootout. Maybe you can, maybe, right. With, with how hot Lawrence has been playing lately. Maybe you can get yourself into a little bit of a shootout, which you know bolts well for these type of matchups. But I think you can yeah. safely ride the St. Brown Terry and Pittman train and be fine. Yep. St. Brown's St. Brown's been super consistent. McLaurin's been really on really good since Heineke took over, and Pittman has probably the best matchup of any wide receiver this week. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. That was a nice little warm-up. That was. I liked it. Uh, beer? Beer. What's fueling beer fueled? Oh my god. Uh, go ahead and start, Ryan. I am drinking another Goose Island beer, part of my four-pack, 12-pack. My four-variety 12-pack I got. It's called Neon Beer Hug. It is a IPA. I just had that yesterday. Yeah, beer hug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. comes at 7%. uh, The 10,000 volts of flavor. Yeah, I actually drank four or five of those yesterday. Oh, wow. Well, I got four here, so maybe I can finish them all between now and then. Oh, wow. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> I was a passenger riding in Missouri. Which is legal to do. Yep. That's why but, when we go to Missouri and you're not driving, you just hear a collective. You yep. can drink a vehicle. You can drink in the car there. Yeah, there's yep. no open container call law for passengers in the majority of Missouri. Well, that's pretty wild. Thank you, thank you, AB. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's one of the only places that's like that. It's it's pretty cool though. Like going to Kansas City for the draft, driving straight through Missouri for most of that one hundo. Yep, we'll just make Nick drive. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm Dan, kidding. Somebody Dan, will drive. Yeah, somebody will drive. Dan, go ahead. I am. Uh, I'm continuing the uh, the barrel age warmer. We have surly darkness. This is a uh, one of the variants. Regular darkness is great. Um, it is. I'm not the biggest fan of surly, but uh, when Can the variant when the variants come out. It gets kind of fun. So this is a rye barrel aged RIS, Rust Imperial Salt, with uh cooking coconuts, raspberry, and vanilla beans. Raspberry is probably my favorite fruit to pair in any any dark beer. It just goes so well. Um Okay. What are you drinking up? Obscurity That's brewing. So bad. Obscurity brewing out of well, it's it was it's cold, right? So I'm not gonna uh, tag it with bad yet. It might not be where it needs to be. Um obscurity brewing out of Elburn, Illinois. This is from a four pack that's called their Island of Misfit Beers. Uh this is a my first clue that this might be a bad idea should have been that it's just called it's just a Belgian ale. We didn't classify it single, double, triple, quad. No, we're we're not gonna classify it, just a Belgian ale. Uh, with caramel, raisins, and holiday cheer. So it's which, it, which would so it's Christmas Noel. <laughs> well, <laughs> not nearly as good. So probably. caramel, raisins, and Belgian ale would usually lead me at seven point two percent. Would usually lead me to the fact that the base beer in this should be a double. Yeah, it should be a double. Singles are light. Triples are light. Um, color wise. Yeah. So this should be a double. Um, because it's not high enough ABV to be a quad. No, but yeah, more on that later. And if I switch to bourbon halfway through the show because I want to drink something, don't mind me. <laughs> um, and it makes me a bit sad too because the can label is actually like it's Aww. pretty cute. It's, it's like a fun like, can label. It's pretty cute and fun and stuff. Like the artwork's good. I want to like it, but I don't know if I'm gonna be able to. Uh, more on that later. Let's get into the news. Uh, Kyler Murray, torn ACL, done for the season. Not only is he done for the season, he might not be back till super late even next year now. Was it like his ACL tear is? It's the yeah. clean tear with no added uh, yeah. injuries, which is the best you can hope for. I think 10 months is, I think, is a pretty reasonable, which would put him back October. <laughs> Probably Publis to start. I but mean, clean it, clean ACL there. Six to eight is not unreasonable, yeah. but he's not going to have all of his mobility. So that'll be gone for most of next year. It, I, I I would treat this almost like the Dak situation. Yeah. His was his was worse, but 
it's going to be real interesting to see see how he progresses throughout the offseason because if you're getting reports in July that he's you know good on schedule or ahead of schedule he could be back by the first part of the season but especially playing quarterback but um all oh, no guarantees on that one oh night daddy night dad <laughs> oh that was so awkward even what? when I said it, I'm like yeah yeah welcome to my world Oh, yeah. what a, the fun of parenting. Yeah. It's cute. It is. I like it. Yeah. Two more to go. One down, two to go. Um, Rest in peace to Mike Leach. Absolutely. Super sad situation. Uh, incredible quote. Incredible person to listen to. Revolutionized college football. The air raid. And for years, it was the air raid's not going to work in the NFL. The air raid's not going to work in the NFL. And then people that played in his offense started to have success in the NFL. So, um, I mean, arguably the greatest quarterback in the NFL right now, it's Gardner Minshew. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Gardner Minshew. Absolutely. How'd you know? Patrick Mahomes is out of the air raid offense. Gardner Minshew's out of the air raid offense. Uh, I believe Cooper Cup (laughs) was a product of, of that. Uh, Jared um, Goff product. Jared Goff, Michael Crabtree. Michael you guys Crabtree. Say Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. First name on the list, but right next to Carter Mitchell. Sorry, my my son came down this time to for, you know, uh, you good know. Night hugs and kiss. That's right. Yeah. Good night for you know for some X's and O's. Yeah. Michael Crabtree. The list goes on and on. Um, and by all accounts, universally beloved. Just sixty-one years old. Uh underlying heart condition so i was sad to see it was very it was very, very uh rondale moore to ir effectively ending his season so um it's a situation where the cardinals are about to be eliminated from playoff contention he showed enough this year to where i don't think there's a reason to to rush him back i mean he didn't show he could stay healthy but he was productive when he was on the field Gotta think of themselves a new coach. They might actually be able to be productive on offense. Oh, uh, you know, at this point, I probably agree. Right? Took me a while, but I probably agree. It's well, like do, it's like if you can't win in the college level, I mean, you're really gonna win in the NFL level. Yeah. We'll get into uh coaching and stuff, coaching changes and Black Monday predictions and stuff in the week uh 18 episode where we don't talk about football. Black Monday. Black Monday. Uh, Traylon Burks is still not practicing with concussion. Uh, Russell Wilson got a nice lump on his head and a concussion. He's questionable for Sunday, so be wary of that because he was he actually put together his first good game, and then his brains get scrambled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mondre Stevenson not practicing. Damian Harris, though, upgraded to a limited participant, so. Patriots backfield getting shuffled. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, worryable. I was actually able to pick up Damian Harris because everyone went after, uh, was it Pierre Strong? Pierre Strong. And I saw Harris sitting there. I'm like, oh my God, Harris is just sitting here. I'll take him instead. <laughs> yeah, because he's back in practice. And if he's active, it'll be him. I mean, Strong and Harris have not been used all season. So no. unless they have to go to them, they're not going to them. No, exactly. Tasha McCaffrey. Touchdown McCaffrey. Good job. You don't need his help to beat me, but good job. No, I have him in the Eliminator League. That's, no, that's but right that's, now. 
great for me because I got him in my first round matchup in Brent's league. There you go. Yeah, he's he's Jesus, almost 18 points in the first half. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's just nuts. Hell he's yeah. back. He's back. He's never gone. Elijah Mitchell died so CMC could live. <laughs> no Jordan Mason left? No. Who? Who? <laughs> exactly. Is he a golfer? He sounds like he sounds like, like a golfer. He does. Like so many people are like, oh, you know, like waiver wire ads. I'm like, uh, no, thank you. It's I'll off pass. of a Travis Homer uh, fumble. Nice. Yeah. Mm, Lamar Jackson ruled that against Cleveland. Dallas Goddard activated, set to play in week 15 against the Bears. Uh, Sean McVay, hard pressed to envision a scenario where Cooper Cup plays again this year. So he's done. As he should be. As he should. Yeah, there's nothing to play for. Absolutely. That's the correct answer. Yep. Now, Cooper Cup into the offseason, right? So this is, it's an ankle injury. It's not something you're particularly going to be concerned about in the offseason, especially if you could have came back this year and they just chose not to. Uh, people might be concerned about the Rams, but, you know, Cup's going to be 30 going into next season. You're you're about to enter kind of that cell window where you want to get out on the, on, you know, right as that bell curve starts to come down, in my opinion. You know, you might miss a year of productivity or two years of productivity, but I'm going to have to start thinking about that one a little bit, especially yep. if your team, you know, you've had two, three good years of Cooper Cup now, and your team's window might have run its course. Or maybe I'm just projecting my you, I was going to say, I'm like, oh, I wonder what this situation lines up to. Yeah. Uh, Debo with an ankle injury, he's done after, well, he's not done. He'll be out for three weeks, so he's... Uh, effectively done for fantasy. Yes. And yeah. uh, <laughs> disappointing season for him. He'll be back in the regular playoffs. He's starting to turn it on a little bit with, uh, you know, he looked good the game and a half he played with Purdy. But, yeah. Yeah. Volatile situation. Yeah. Baker Mayfield starting for the Rams against the Packers. Yahoo! He's I picked, back. I picked up Ben Skoranek somewhere to start him. So did I. I'm like, oh, man, I've gone full circle. See, 16 PPR points without a touchdown. I know. I am, I am, I am here. I am here for the Baker Mayfield to Ben Skoranek connection. Are you in the Ben Skoranek triangle? No, 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 no. I mean, I am. Triangle? I, I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm quite there. I'm not. All, I'm, I'm, I'm like half master. But the, the Baker Mayfield Drew Brees uh, parallel. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm. I'm. It probably won't happen. But I'm almost back in. I'm like, I'm right there. Speaking of that, how about Sam Darnold in Carolina? The last two games looking competent. Yeah. Well, they He's have. Trying. They have. I mean, if they keep winning fucking games, they won't get a fucking high draft pick. They got to stop doing that shit if they want to heck. If they want. I was praying for the Texans to win a, to win that. I mean, we win. all were. Oh, speaking of Texans and Damian Pierce, oh, yeah. wah wah wah. High ankle sprain, right? I'll one to two weeks, probably not going to be four. much for your fantasy. Yeah, there's right. again. I think he's shown enough. enough. To probably just get shut down for the year, which is what they should do. He showed that he is what we thought he was. He's going to be a back that you're probably always going to have to pair with the third down pass catcher, but he can definitely be productive between the tackles. Yeah. 
Also, Rex Burkhead, uh, fancy playoff run 2.0. <laughs> Sexy Rexy is back. I mean, fuck, he, he like, I think he was an RB5 old. or like, I think he was a top seven RB last playoff run last year. But cut, you know, Benjamin. Yeah. And they, it's, I don't even there, know who, who else. Is Ukumu there? Wale. It's uh, Mr. Darrow. Darrow. I always say. And sexy and, Rexy, man. And sexy Rexy, who looks fucking buffer than ever. Huh. Freaking macho man. Yep. Desmond Ritter. Gonna start for the Falcons. Marcus interesting situation here. Marcus Mariota. It's been like I don't even know. He the benching was announced on Thursday, and then he was away from the team without cause. And then it was he suddenly has a chronic knee injury that needs to be surgically repaired, and he's evaluating his future. And I saw one thing that was like, well, maybe it's because he just had a kid. So, <laughs> in knows? any event, that whole situation is bungled. We're gonna be watching Desmond Ritter. Um, not for fantasy reasons, but more so to see what he can give the Falcons over the back part of the season and how he looks. Um, you know, I thought I like Ritter at the same time. Um, he's a very heady player. Doesn't necessarily have a lot of raw talent to him. Um, you know, he's not, he has rushing upside, but it's not like that Konami code extreme rushing upside, or at least not from what I saw. Um, He's a very streaky passer that can certainly make a lot of throws, but he's not going to wow you with arm talent. So, so it's going to be interesting to watch, I think. He has a lot of high floaters that just tend to float up there a lot, and you can yeah. easily pick them off. But I'm excited for him. You know, I don't I'm get ex- to use him in our in our listener league. I was I was hoping to get to use him, but too yeah. late now. I mean, exci- I mean, I mean, they need to. Yeah, you got to see what you got. I'm excited yep. to see what what he can kind of do and what he looks like. And I don't know that, you know, he's ever going to be more than kind of a journeyman potentially, but you know, you got to see if you're Atlanta. Yep. Um, Zach Wilson watch quarterback two this week. He will be active again. Well, he will be on that milk manor show now. And Mike Wright, Mike Wright, damn it. Mike Wright, wow, I can't believe. Congratulations, Mike Wright. You are now the starting quarterback of the New Jersey Jets. Mike White. New Jersey Jets? I'm, I mean, I'm they're, pretty, they're, they're based out of New Jersey. They're in New Jersey. Yeah. Mike, Mike White doesn't have a rib cage left, so. I mean, you know, the Jets have to play Wilson out there to see what type of value they can get for him. I'm here in Carolina. It's probably, <laughs> they like to buy it. They like to buy beat up old Jets quarterback. Might as well add another one. Trade him for Sam Darnold. Trade him for Drew. (laughs) Send him out to Seattle for Drew Locke. Oh my God! Yeah, just 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 keep rotating these these bad quarterbacks. It'd be great. Trade him for himself. Trade him for the milf that he's about to bring home. Uh, Yeah, for Milf Manor. Oh my God, the Milf Man. So great. (laughs) Uh, Did I miss anything? If no, you did, we'll actually catch, more we'll catch up on in the games. It's more news than I thought there was. Yeah, and that's a very pared down list. So, um, cool. We got a full slate of games, so we're just going to go ahead and cut out the middle stuff and jump straight into previews. Let's do it. Colts <laughs> at the Vikings. Vikings, four and a half point favorites at home, 47 and a half. Is the over-under 
take the Vikings in the over. This is a Saturday game, too. Don't forget, guys. Yep. Three uh, yeah, Saturday Saturdays. games. Three I Saturday don't believe games. there's a Monday game, right? There is a Monday uh, game. There, there is, is a Monday game. Yeah, that's right. Rams Packers. Yeah. yeah. There is a Monday game. They just took him out of the out of the that's noon a, slate. That's a good call, Ryan. Three Saturday games. Which yes. is fun because then you get a full then you get that fun with DFS as well. It's the best yeah. weekend of the year now. It's it's one of my favorite. First, yeah. first of the Saturday games are always you good. Start getting Saturday football. Uh yeah. In this game, if it has a pulse, you should probably start it. Um I don't know what else I need to say about that. Your second your secondary receiver for the Colts is Paris Campbell. Start. Yeah. Yep. So you need to know. Maybe not Matt Ryan. I but I mean eh, he's been so not bad. Matt Ryan? He's, he's, not, he's still not good. Yeah, but but this is high it's scoring, also the playoff. It's also the fancy playoffs. I know it's a good matchup, but do you want to live and die off of Matt Ryan? Did I just lose Lamar Jackson? I thought about it. Did I just lose Kyler Murray? You can play Tyler you can play you wouldn't play Colt McCoy, so you could you could probably go Matt Ryan. I probably wouldn't play Tyler play Tyler Huntley after last week's performance either. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. I mean, you got you know Goff and Mike White. Mike White for sure. That's a matchup. Mike White's a good one. Yes, Goff's a good one. Ryan, I think those three are your targeted streamers right there. I don't look at this and see anybody else. Maybe Sam Darnold against Pittsburgh, but. Maybe Tannehill against the Chargers. Mm, yeah, Tannehill's yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's all. Can't even stay in a game over Malik Willis. No, he's been my. He's been damn near Matt Ryan bad. Matt Ryan will probably have a good week. Mac Jones I against the so. Raiders. <laughs> Mac Mac Jones hates his offensive coordinator. Oh my god! I mean, I hate his offensive coordinator. So like, there's no there's no business for Matt Patricia to be back there calling plays. He's offense. not calling it. It's just a title. He just has the title. He's not well, doing it. He's just holding. No one there should be calling the fucking plays, anyways. You might as well give it to Mac Jones. The dude's very fucking smart. Just let him call the plays. Yeah, he said throw the fucking ball. Oh my god, so annoying. DFS. I did a actual stacking type of article this weekend on FF Faceoff. You can look find at that. you. Look at I you. I know. I'm freaking pounding out like uh content like crazy here. Yeah, and and so during that game. I was looking at it, and my favorite stack was Matt Ryan at 5,200, which is surprisingly, he's actually the cheapest starting quarterback and has Tyler Huntley and Lamar Jackson ahead of him. Lamar is at 7,200, even though he's out, and Huntley is at 5,300. I mean, Ryan's a great DFS play. I I will, like, that's a fun game to stack. There's so many comeback stats, too, with, you know, you can do it, you know, with uh, Hawk and Jefferson. Yeah, and he hasn't been great that lately, but mind you, that was also against Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Dallas, who are solid pass defenses, where the Vikings have actually given up the third most points to quarterbacks over the last five weeks. They're the worst defense in football. Like, Yeah, you, pretty much. You have our permission to play Matt Ryan in DFS. Hell, you Jonathan, have our permission to probably play him in deeper leagues as a streamer. Or if you just lost a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Be, especially if in 12-man leagues, you might be one of the last guys out there on the waiver wire. It's it's a perfect guy to plug and play this weekend. I actually like him, even in, in regular fantasy. I actually have him going in a lineup this weekend. That's how bad my team got. Excuse me. That is pretty, pretty bad. 
Even like Jonathan Taylor this weekend, too, at 7,200, just because, once again, Vikings defense, you can run on him also. And then also, Michael Pittman Jr. coming off a bad game. Going to the bye, he got 3.6 DK points. So then he also dropped $400 from his Week 13 value. So I would be surprised he actually does has a super good game, knowing how bad this defense is, because this and over like once again over the past five weeks, the Vikings have given up 1,779 yards to receivers just alone. Highest of any team. I think the Lions were second with barely over a thousand. So I look for Pittman to get back on the good side. There's so much fun. Of a touchdown. So much fun for game sacks. You, you know, I mean, cousins. Jefferson Pittman or Jefferson, you know, Campbell. There, there's throw names a, out of a hat. It's so fun. Right? All right. It's gonna be fun. Ravens at the Browns. Browns. Two and a half point favorites at home. 38 and a half is the over-under official word. The Mar Jackson ruled out. Tyler Huntley's full at practice. Pass concussion protocol. He is back in the turning lineup. Just take the under. Uh, Watson has still struggled. He, he was better last week, but he's still, he's still not there. He's still not quite there. Um, Ravens continue to win ugly and dirty. So take the under. Yeah, um, just 59 yards allowed to Lamar Jackson when these teams played back in week seven. And I don't. Yeah, Tyler Huntley did not turn in a great performance. I mean, he was, yeah, he did get hurt last week, but it's not like he looked great before getting hurt. He didn't look good coming in in relief. Um, we haven't seen the same bump to Mark Andrews that we have in in years past. I'm actually going Dolchich over him this week. Um, I he's not been great since coming back from injury, and there's been really nothing in this Ravens offense that I think you can trust. Um, Lamar was the one thing you kind of could just because of the rushing floor. Even that was starting to get ugly. So I really don't want to trust Huntley in this. And even though the Ravens are giving up, or not the Ravens, the Browns are giving up a good amount of uh, a receiving yardage, I just can't bring myself to try to pinpoint you know, my playoff hopes on something that's a Ravens receiver. Sorry, Dan. No, I mean, it's true. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty um, obvious for the Browns. Um, you know, I'm not going to say go out and start Watson because I probably never will. But um, Donovan Peoples-Jones has looked, looked really good last week in Cincinnati. Um, he's getting downfield targets. He really just missed a touchdown the week before against Houston. You don't really have to throw against Houston, especially not when your defense scores three touchdowns. Uh, but Donovan Peoples-Jones is a guy that I continue to like a good amount. Um, it is a tougher matchup against Ravens secondary. Like Dan said, they're winning dirty. They're winning big. He's a fringe wide receiver three for me with some upside, uh, especially given that I think Cooper will get Humphrey. Yeah. And he's, yes. uh, yeah, Peter's he still, I don't think he's back yet. Yeah. I don't so. think, I think he's still an IR. Yeah. I it sounds so like Humphrey's going to follow him. From what Humphrey's, I've been hearing. I don't think Humphrey shadows. I'm not. Well, and that's even if he doesn't, right? I'm not recommending Cooper. I'm asking about that more for DPJ. Yeah. I think DPJ is a receiver I want to target in this matchup. Yes. Um, And I don't. And then obviously Nick Chubb. I don't really want to deal with anything else 
here. Good linebacking core that kind of throws some water on Kareem Hunt's limited work. That's all I got. This is a game that I'm with Dan. This is a game that's going to be under. It's not one you want to target for fantasy. Outside of DPJ and Chubb, I don't really want to do anything here. And like I said, I'm if I have a better option, I'm even like I'm even out on Andrews. You know, Dolchich, Fryer, Muth, uh, Hawkinson, all guys that just off the top of my head, I would go with over Andrews this week. You're forgetting one one major player, J.K. Dobbins. Am I? Yeah, the uh, Browns' defense has fallen apart. Their defensive line, I think, had a couple of injuries. Their line, actually, their linebacker core, actually, lost a couple of players. He did. He, that's a good call. He did have a really good week. I, I think I almost honestly forgot he was back. Yeah, um, and he actually looked like good like this past week compared to like when the last time we saw him in week six. You could tell there was something up for the first six yeah, weeks, and this week he actually looked good. And Browns are allowing the third most PPR points to backs. So that's a good call. That actually JK Dobbins is a start too. He hasn't been relevant all season, but he's putting it together and it's a good matchup for him. It's a good call. Yes. Very good matchup. And I love him for DFS too. Cause he's 5,200 bucks this week. So that's a solid freaking buy right there. I love the call of, of Dunman people's Jones. Cause I actually have him also at 5,100 just because last week it looked like, um, Deshaun Watson was starting to break the rust off a little bit, and a lot of his one interception was actually to Peoples Jones that was actually deep. And he actually, and he actually, I think he overthrew Peoples Jones also in the end he, zone, yeah. And that interception to Peoples Jones was a bad decision that had nothing to do with Peoples Jones, that was a wild yeah. decision, a shitty yep. one. And then, like Amari Cooper, when he's home, he averages almost 22 points a game, PPR points, and then when he's on the road, it's 9.35 points. So I feel like he's still like a worth the value of starting at six sixty one hundred dollars. I still like him at that cost, just because it seems like the Ravens. You don't beat him in the short passing game, but you beat him in the deep passing game. And I wonder if they're just going to try to air it out against the Ravens more than anything. Oh, if that makes any sense to you, Dan? Because I always see like a lot of passes, like deep passes, like thirty yards, thirty yards, forty yards. I mean, they're. I mean, it's it's still a very young defense. They're very, you know, they can cover a lot. They're very fast, but it's. But they can get burned on the outside. The offense can't really do much to defense. No matter how good your defense is, at some point you're going to get gassed, and yeah. that's what tends to happen. They're better than expected, and when healthy, they have a very good secondary. But I mean, we we know what Watson can eventually become, and he's showing that he's getting there. So uh, that's uh, that's why I love the DPJ call because he is Will Fuller. Like, I got a Will game. Fuller. Sorry, yes, God. totally Will Fuller. Yeah, it, it's he is he is his Will Fuller. So there there's always there's going to be even more upside, and Cooper will will likely draw Humphrey's majority of the game. So it's uh he can be you can beat Marcus Peters deep. He's a he's a Bohawk that uh, that, that isn't quite as good as he thinks he is. Uh, net yards gained per pass attempt, by the way. Uh, you're right on, Ryan. I got to give you props twice in one segment here. Uh, Ravens, wow, Ravens and Lions at the top of the league in net yards allowed per pass attempt at 7.2. Uh, Jets and Texans shortly behind them, and then there's a little bit of a drop off. I've been studying, <laughs> I've been, I've been learning <laughs> things. I'm always happy to fact check. Um, <laughs> Bills and Patriots, by the way. Bills actually by quite a bit uh, at the bottom of the league in that stat. Speaking of the Bills, 
Miami at Can't Buffalo. The, yeah, the the uh, the final Saturday slate, the six plus inches of snow as of right now. Bills are seven point favorites at home on at home. Forty four and a half is their game total. Watch the weather. Uh, it's gonna be very very difficult to set your your top players in these games, but. Continue to watch this line. If it's, if more reports come out for more snow, you will see the over under start to dip low. I I would uh, I would avoid this game in betting wise uh, and kind of wait to see what the Sunday morning kind of or not Sunday morning Saturday morning kind of shows us. Maybe mid afternoon when we get more of an accurate account of what snow they're supposed to get. I've heard like three as little as three inches and as much as nine inches. On Saturday for them. You know, on a good day, I'm about the same. So, <laughs> same. <laughs> Depends on how cold it is outside. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this time of year, ooh. The wake effect. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lake effects, right. Yeah. A lot made about the dolphins and the cold, um, not just the snow. So, 2020, Tua played Buffalo in week 17 uh, at Buffalo. Uh, 35 of 58, 361, one touchdown, three interceptions. He's also still battling back from his hip injury. That was his that's, rookie. That's that's still impressive, though, even for a guy who's whose confidence wasn't even up to par well, yet. The, the three pit the three picks wasn't, but I get yeah. The rest of it is. Um, and then looking at his December and January splits, he's six and three in the month of December. Um, for 12 touchdowns, seven picks over 1900 yards. And in January, he has a one and two record. So, um, yeah, I mean, there is something to that. It's not super egregious and I'm not diving deep into, you know, what those December, January games were in previous years, but, um, they're in the snow is bottom line here. And that's going to make you fade all your secondaries stuff is it my turn or is i just piggybacking off of you there dan just keep rolling in there buddy did you already talk about him yeah okay um as far as receivers go um look you cannot you cannot back off a tyree killing waddle i don't know how you do that or what world that i can recommend that even in the snow miami's a passing offense they're gonna pass if it's not windy they're going to pass. Um, you're good with Moster. Jeff Wilson still waking, making his way back from being Jeff Wilson. <laughs> so I guess you're good with Moster. Um, on the Bills side, Diggs, yes. Um, Allen, yes. And then you get into the running backs, and I think they are going to use them, which means Singletary and James Cook. How did he do last week? Not good. No, yeah. it was uh, split Blackfield again, and yeah, exactly. Have fun. Have fun trying to trust that. Have fun trying to trust that. Hey, I don't wouldn't yeah. super trust that. I'd go more. Sing- I think Singletary is what I'd prefer as a flex option. Fucking Josh yeah. Allen's gonna have three rushing touchdowns. Up exactly. Here, boy, it's gonna be I just Josh Allen. Josh Allen Wildcat. It's gonna be Josh Allen. Josh Wildcat. Allen with an occasional stuff on digs. Yeah. Uh, George Kittle just got a second touchdown. I think. I'm still alive and Scott Fish. Let's go. Yeah, 
Oh, you are too. Congratulations. I'm. Uh, I was. I started at nine sixty three. I'm bottom of the fucking barrel. It wow, is. you're right. You're living on the edge there. But George Kittle, two touchdowns is a good goddamn start to that because your four, boys got him. Four for 93 and two. Thank God I'm not playing, playing Sean this week in the wild card. And McCaffrey has uh, 92 total yards and a touchdown on six receptions. Yeah, he had fucking damn near 20 points at the half. He's at 25 now at the key. Well, the full PPR. Yeah, it's it's uh the eliminator league is it's feeling pretty good. So yeah, he's above twenty in full PPR. Yeah. That's freaking nuts. Yes, absolutely. Love it. Things you love to see. We're we on the DFS then, Chris. Are you done? Are you, you got I'm anything done. else to We're say? On the DFS. I got nothing else to say. Yeah, I mean you pretty much wrapped it all up between the running backs. I wouldn't start anyone on the Bills at all. Raheem Moser did say start him though because he loves playing in the snow. So if you want to do that, it's fifty three hundred. But I actually like to play. It's a contrarian play because it's exactly the cheapest play on the whole slate is the Dolphins DST, and that's just because of the way Josh Allen's been playing lately. He's been taking sacks, he's been fumbling, he's been throwing interceptions. You're hoping that amount of points can help out. So that's that's all I got for that one. Snow should limit. You know, total yardage, you know, giving up on defense. You just got to hope that the turnovers can get down from the Miami side so you don't get any cheap touchdowns. Allen's, I mean, again, this is what we know from him. So, I mean, I think people get get caught up in the fact that, uh, like, he's obviously better than what he, he was his first two seasons, but he so struggles with, uh, with the hero ball mentality the same way that Mahomes does at times. Oh yeah, and, no. Lo- a lot of these young quarterbacks, because they're also very athletic and they're very mobile, they think they can do everything. And Allen is I, of no difference, so he's just going through one of those stretches. I still like Diggs' chance to get a touchdown. Though it seems yeah. like when the, when the home team's in the snow, they seem to. Do I better. mean, I need I need Diggs to get a touchdown. That'd be great. So all right, I, I'm all for the the Josh we the Allen. Prayer, we got the prayer circle. Oh, we also didn't talk about <laughs> Cole Beasley's back. Guys. Oh yeah, he's back. Cole Yay. Beasley is now on his apology tour, saying that he's humble and that he's he's learned so much since his last time there, and how social media broke him. Okay. Bro's a fucking hack. Yeah, doesn't show, social media break everyone? Fuck you know Cole what? Beasley. Yeah, you know what? Show it, Cole Beasley. That's all I got. Show it. Yeah, talk talks, it. talks cheap. Keep your yeah. mouth shut. Go play ball. Yeah. Show it. And when you do talk, be an ambassador. Shouldn't say keep your mouth shut and play ball. I hate people that do that. No, I agree. It's my bad. Um, yeah, Josh Allen right in line with where he was last year, looking at most of his metrics and everything. It's it's pretty it's like Dan said, it's better than the first two seasons. It's not quite where he was when he had his massive 2020 season. It's exactly where he was last year. Agreed. Damn near. Yeah, I I think we know we think we know what the real Josh Allen is, and it's very, very good. Yeah. Oh yes. Falcons at Saints. Saints, four and a half point favorites at home. 43 and a half is the over-under. Atlanta was the hottest team to bet with against the spread to start the year. Over their past seven games, they've covered once. You bring in Desmond Ritter. Yes, he's he's got a lot of experience. He's a good... He can probably find some, some success to start. I'm still going Saints to cover at home against a rookie quarterback in his first career start. Saints in the under. 
Atlanta does. I just they still don't have a great complement of playmakers, and uh, we're gonna see how much they have to lean on their running game to kind of help ease in your boy Ritter until his first matchup. Is there anything we like right now about the Falcons, fantasy wise? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, do you really no. want to roll out Drake London? You know, first no. career start for Ritter. Do we really want to try to trust Patterson? No, no. I mean, look how fast we replied to that. We were instantly said no. Didn't even have to well, think and about Patterson it. splitting with Algier. Yeah, we so I can't get. No, no. Is there much like with the Saints? So it's not, as Alave, no. maybe not Kamara? really. And even Alave has had one good game out of the last four. So. It's a good matchup for him. You're, you're playing Chris Olave, but you know it's not like he's been setting the world on fire. You know he's he's still flashing good things on a bad offense. So you love it for for dynasty, but I mean, you back over the last couple of weeks, six targets, four receptions, sixty five yards, nine targets, five receptions, sixty two yards. Really good game against the Rams. Back to the Pittsburgh games, five targets, three receptions, forty yards. Um, so, I mean, but to be fair, that was against Baltimore. Um, that was against San Francisco and Tampa Bay. Those kind of dud games were. Yeah. So you can still make it. You are playing Olave. You're obviously playing Camara. I don't really want to do a whole lot with anything else from this game. It's, it's another kind of ugly one. It is a very ugly game. But I still like Desmond Ritter, especially in DFS, $5,200. And he actually kind of showed promise in the three preseason contests he played in, going uh, 34-56 for 431 yards and three touchdowns. But also he has a case of interceptions right through two. The Saints play the second and third team defense, then he's set. Yeah. But he also did carry the ball eight times for another 58 yards, if that's, you know. He's on that Konami code only. Uh, that's, that's the only saving that grace. Right there is the right saving now. grace. Is, right. Yeah. I, I, he's got a little bit of floor, but I think that rushing floor is going to be more of what we've seen out of Deshaun Watson since coming back, which is in the, you know, 30 to 60 yard range. It's not going to be. And then Drake, I would, I would play Drake London at 4,700 because he's just dirt, dirt cheap now. It's, it's like a free square play. It's just the yeah, it's, but... it's just a matchup. It it it's a game. It's a low. Like, it's a lower. I mean, it's not the lowest game total. He did come slate, out of nowhere. Low. He did come out of nowhere before the bye with twelve targets, but before that, it was real, real ugly. Yeah, like weeks one through three. That's like his strong weeks. That's it. That's all he has. Uh, no, After we... that was pretty mediocre. It until was like we... hitting until week thirteen. Week thirteen yeah. was six for ninety five on twelve, which. Okay, if he gets that again, I can see playing it. But so week four through twelve, he was nothing. <laughs> I don't trust that he gets that again, though. And how can you? You didn't. If you're in the playoffs, you didn't need Drake London to get there. You don't need him now. No. Playoffs, and that's what makes DFS so much more fun. You don't have to worry about playoffs. 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 Right. Lions. Jets. Jets one and a half point favorites at home. 44 and a half is the game total. You have the up and coming Lions offense, lead offensive line. Playmakers are finally getting healthy and healthier against one of the best and definitely the most surprising defense in the Jets. I mean, if you've been tuned in 
at all with the NFL shouldn't be that shocked about the Jets defense, but even then, you know, they got to their swag point, too. They got their they they, I mean, that's the only fucking reason why they're in this playoff contention. Um, this is one of my this is one of what, going to be one of my most intrigued games to watch because you have two young teams that are rising in in, in just a different size of the ball and I want to see how they clash. As for betting, though, I I would I would just pass on it. I I, I would lean Jets home team to make this win. Um, but as you guys know, I've I've been on the I've been saying Detroit dark horse playoff team, and they're still fucking in it. See, Ryan, I wouldn't go away, but I wouldn't. Uh, I could have swear that when I first saw it, it was Detroit by one. But did they get did the New York Jets get the uh, plus three for being in the home team? That's I mean, how they get the plus one. I mean, they were basically, basically so basically they're supposed to be not gonna underdog. See, you're not going to see a three point swing uh, without any major injuries here. So, in in a way, yes, on, on neutral ground, the Lions would probably be about a point to two point favorites. But uh, Jets at home, also playoff team, also finding their own sway on offense with Mike White, who is one more hit away from being toast. One more get away um, from Zach Wilson being back in. Oh my God. That'd be the worst. That might be the only reason why you go under is because Mike White's one Aiden Hutchinson sack away from being <laughs> Zach Wilson. It's pain management, clearly, for Mike White. I mean Mike White's the internal injury took out, but man, he was out he was uncomfortable the first time. Then after that Milano hat would hat hit, which was not dirty, by the way. A lot of people on Twitter are saying that it was dirty. Absolutely. That is was the dirty. hardest cleanest you can hit anybody in the NFL yeah. today. He was you blame the O-line for that one because Milano came through untouched and just speared his ass. <laughs> it was like Roman Reigns hitting somebody out of the corner. It was just Oh, that's a gold, that's a Goldberg that's the attitude era the, the attitude era Goldberg spear right there. It was Goldberg back in the day just oh, running man. through him. But hardest you can hit somebody legally. Nothing dirty about that hit. Um, in any event, it's going to be pain management for Mike White. He is one injury away from Zach Wilson coming in. Either way, Mike White is a fantastic fucking streamer this week. <laughs> Absolutely 100% oh, yeah. great streamer this week. You're on board with Garrett Wilson. You're on board with Elijah Moore. You're on board with Bam Knight, um, who clearly has the edge over Michael Carter. The Lions, I've been seeing this float through Twitter. Lions have had a fantastic run defense. Especially against you know fancy backs, and they played good fancy backs the last like six weeks. Yeah, they do. But Barkley, Cook, I know, but I'm not saying don't. I'm I'm just saying that it you know they haven't had a hundred yard rusher in like six or seven games now. It hasn't been roses for Bam Knight, who's still going to be splitting some of his opportunity with with Michael Carter. No, and it's not it's not going to be all roses. But your running back running backs are thin. They're always thin. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you're right. They did do good against Barkley. Um, one of his worst games. The Lions are playing really well, especially on defense. I'll give you that. Um, did not give up shit to Dalvin Cook. Touchdown saved his day. And I think that's really what you're hoping for with Bam Knight, though, is that he can save his day with a touchdown. You gotta hope that he can take some of the pass catching. Work yeah, with Carter. That and, Carter. That's, and Carter I, was not heavily involved last week. So no, I think uh, he was definitely I, in a change yeah. of pace role, not a split back role. 
Maybe he's not also fumbled. Maybe he's not 100. percent And there's that also too. I mean, this is an important matchup for both teams. Like the Jets are so, you know, fighting for wild card spot. The Lions absolutely need a win to keep themselves in the wild card contention. So, like always, let's look how good have the Lions been against fantasy running backs. So I I, I gotta find the tweet. So the last in PPR. Fantasy points allowed to the running back. Who the fuck are they? Bottom of the list. Let's go last five weeks. They are near the bottom of the list. They are 31st. In fantasy points allowed to the running back. The only team that's been better is the Panthers over the last five weeks. Over the last three weeks, uh, they are also 31st. Only team that's been better is the Panthers. But it's gotten even better when you go over the last three weeks for both of those teams. And they're so. good running backs. I mean, we mentioned Barkley, you know, we mentioned Cook. I'm trying to figure out they've played other it. good ones. It was Cook, ETN. ETN, yes. Off his injury. It, it was off his yeah, injuries. It was off his injury. So it would have been Barkley and Brita. Um good lord, there's just such a stretch of single digit performances here in PPR. Single digit performances here. Uh, it was the it was Raheem Mostert in week eight, Aaron Jones in week nine, Khalil Herbert in week ten, Matt Burita, Matt Burita, and Saquon Barkley in week eleven. That was when Burita actually looked better than Barkley. Yep. Uh, Devin Singletary and and James Cook in week twelve, Travis Etienne week thirteen, Dalvin Cook week fourteen. That is not a new occurrence. Hey, I'm gonna change that. Bam Knight's a sit. <laughs> he is one of the biggest not traps. Play that. In, yeah. One of the biggest traps in Dynasty or in a, in a DFS, which I'm sure Ryan would have also mentioned. It, it's yeah. a very difficult play. Do not go that route. Let's look at the Jets. How are the Jets against the running back? Because this is a game that has some running back options there. But uh, Jets 24th in points allowed. They're so they're not it's like. It's it's going to be a passing game, yeah. It's going to be a Garrett Wilson and St. Brown and Elijah Moore. It's been great lately. DeAndre Swift is probably a way that they're going to have to go here for the Lions. I think, um, just Cook, Montgomery, Stevenson, all over fourteen, fifteen points against, uh, against the Jets. They're giving up receiving yardage too. So, um. Yeah, receiving yards allowed, they are middle of the pack. And receiving yards allowed to the back. That's what Mike White likes to do is dump it off a lot. I'm not talking about Mike White. I'm talking about DeAndre Swift. Oh, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I'm just looking at the Jets. Um, Let's see. Wilson's probably got a good... You're still going Wilson more. No Bam Knight. For Detroit, um, you are... DeAndre Swift, um, I don't know how you don't start the touchdown leader because if they get anywhere near the goal line, Jamal Williams is going to fall in for one. Should be, uh, should have some decent. I'm, 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 that's why I'm really intrigued. Is you have one of the better scoring defenses in the Jets against one of yeah. the league's highest scoring offenses right now, and and and, and thus playing well as of late. And yeah. Goff and this team, when as they get healthier, one of the the best offensive lines on paper when they're healthy and they're pretty much healthy. Yeah, and Amonra is gonna be fine. I mean, we know Jefferson took Okuda to school, but other than that, it's slot receivers that are doing their damage against. against it's uh, fucking Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, or sorry, it's Jefferson that took 
Gardner to school, not Okuda. My bad. Oh, I did both. But anyway, it's Jefferson. Other than that, it's been slot receivers doing their damage against the Jets. Christian Kirk, Isaiah McKenzie, Wandale Robinson, uh, Alan Lazard, Darnell Mooney, Tyreek Tyreek Hill took him to fucking school too. But yeah. uh, CeeDee Lamb, Jacoby Myers. I mean, it's slot receivers and slot receivers only that are pretty much tearing up the Jets. So a monarch should play there. Absolutely. And Reed, Reed was the one that got beat up the most by Jefferson. Sots, it's got a problem with holding. He's uh he needs he's a little handsy. A little a little too handsy. Ryan DFS. I still like DeAndre Swift this week at fifty seven hundred. Just because of the past kitchen ability he still has. It seems like he was like when he was on the injury report, he went off, then he came off the injury report, so everyone was like, Oh no, start him. Now he went back on the injury report and I was kinda hesitant now. He's dropping. I'm forced I'm for smashing him now. Let's go. At fifty seven hundred. Uh, and then like you said too, even if you go down just a little bit more, fifty six hundred, Jamal Williams still, just if you get the end, close to the end zone. But my favorite play, it's a, a nice cheap play, forty one hundred dollars, Jamison Williams. Yeah, it's shocker. And you, you know, I'm going for him. And if you you know if you, if he gets in the end zone, you're gonna see J, Jamison Williams all in caps for me on Twitter. So I'll have my jersey on on Sunday, ready to watch it because I I have a feeling. He's gonna have another. He's he's gonna have that one long catch, and we're all, everyone's gonna start falling in love with him. See, my issue with that is, he ran six routes last week. Yes, yeah, that's that's uh, you need a little more, and he gets a better cover. He gets he, better how secondary. Much, how much did he run? Who? Uh, Jameson Williams. He, no, no, he ran six no, routes. Williams. Yeah, okay. Williams, twenty percent snaps. Still coming. Still routes. coming into his own. I mean, no, they're, I'm they're not, using uh, him uh, into yeah. this. Uh, no, I'm with you, Dan. They're using him into this, and I don't, you know. I will root with you, Ryan, if he's Touchdown was pretty. I want him to do well, but the volume, <laughs> fuck you. He was so the volume God- isn't there. Fucking can bite him so goddamn trash. What the fuck was, like, on the Sewell play? Oh, It was easy. And what about Elijah Moore at 3,600? He's back up to 72, 78-plus percent snap share. He's getting target he's, volume, he's, too. He's targets volume. last week. I uh, it's the Jets. Fine, like I hope Mike White doesn't get hurt. It's all I gotta say. That's it's hold my breath every time Hutchinson gets a free look. Hold my breath, please don't injure the statue, Mike. The statue White. Leave him alone, Aiden. Leave yeah. him alone. Oh, he won't. No, freaking sack him. No, oh, leave sack him, him alone. Him. We need we need a Garrett Wilson and and Elijah Moore to be able to be productive. Leave Mike White alone, please. And there's no Corey Davis either, I don't think. I think he's out also. Is he? He's questionable. He's questionable. No, he remains he silent. Last yeah. week. He played last week, right? Yeah, he had, yeah, but he had a concussion in the game. I thought he was... He doesn't go anywhere. I have no clue. Either way. Yeah, he's in the, yeah he went to the concussion protocol on Monday. Right. We'll double back on, on Sunday if we need to. Chiefs at the Texans. Chiefs are of the week, fourteen point favorites on the road. Forty nine and a half is the over under. Known Damian Pierce has mentioned Brandon Cook should be back. Nico Collins, I believe, should be back. So, which means at least one of them back is going to kill off Chris Moore. I, 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 I don't like double digit point spreads. Never have. It 
too much. <laughs> this one makes sense. Yeah, too much. Yeah, this one easily makes sense. The Chiefs defense, that they're very, very funneled defense. You can definitely score on them. Um, I still will take the over. I will pass on the spread, which is no shocker, but yes, take the over. Do we have any idea what the Texans are doing at quarterback? It's still Davis Mills. I don't think we're going to see the Jeff Driscoll experience. No, they, they said they were. Are they still going 50 50? Yeah, they're still going to do the rotation. Jeff Driscoll, big ass Jeff Driscoll. He's got a fucking trunk behind there. And all he does is run. Like he's become kind of like Taysom Hill. So he doesn't Anya, get passes. Anya, who you can flex him, flex him as a tight end. Yeah. Driscoll? Yeah, yeah. Driscoll. Because Driscoll, cause Driscoll converted, the, Driscoll right. converted a tight end before That's he left right. the Bengals. That's right. And yeah, I was so goddamn far, far behind, behind in the world. Catching they, up. they didn't catch up when he <laughs> moved back to quarterback with Houston. Oh, God. They probably something they had Brad Evans there. Fucking yeah, right? Fucking Yahoo. Fucking joke. Uh, I don't want anything to do with Texans. Not a goddamn thing. No. Not a thing. For the Chiefs, uh, the only problem against... <laughs> so, Jarek McKinnon definitely coming into his own. Um, how'd Pacheco do? Did you see that no-look pass that he uh, Mahomes did to McKinnon? Oh, that was like I a 45-yard touchdown. Oh, yeah. Pacheco's getting most of the running work, which he'll have plenty of that between... Uh, Yeah, I see a touchdown or two for Pacheco. Yeah, McKinnon will be fine. Pacheco will be fine. Um, the receivers are where you kind of got to fade here. It's to me, um, that's pretty much Kelsey or bust. You can, yeah, I like Juju, but you don't have to pass against the Texans, and that's where, you know, Juju had a fine game last week, a little down week before. You don't have to throw against the Texans. I, I'm fading Juju. I, I mean, it's really Kelsey and Pacheco are the high ones this week for me, and if there's somebody else, it's going to be McKinnon, but don't love that because, again, you don't have to do a lot to beat the Texans. No, you don't do it. You don't have to do anything to beat the Texans. No. So, But it could be... You got to get Marcus. there, but I think they're going to get there through Kelsey and, and Pacheco and not need a whole hell of a lot else. Like I said, if there is a third guy I'm playing in this game, it's McKinnon. It's not Juju. I think you fade Juju, but you don't have to. Yeah, you just have to run against Texans. That's it. You don't got to do shit. So do we like Pacheco? Yes, I like, we like McKinnon. Yes. I like both. I like Pacheco more than McKinnon because if you look at the the way that they were used, McKinnon was primarily used in the receiving game. Um, you know, especially when Denver started to make things interesting um, and to pull away. But Pacheco got the majority of the carries in this game. If the game script is tilted as heavily in favor of the Chiefs as I think it's going to be, you're going to see a lot more Pacheco than you will McKinnon. But I do think McKinnon still has the, you know, it's, you know, like I said, he's the third guy in this game. I'd want to start. It's kind of a flex iffy type of start. Um, I'm more confident in Pacheco and in Kelsey, and that's not taking anything away from McKinnon heating up again this time of year, just like he did last year. I love Jarek McKinnon. I no. just don't think this is a game script for him. I no, I, I I do think Fram are going to generally. It, it's going to be a big play run or a big play on the screen pass is what's going to probably break McKinnon. It's going to be yeah. It's gonna. It, it won't be volume, like you said, because of the targets. Probably won't be there. 
Uh, it just depends, you know, Texans he's play Dallas tough. Yeah, he's still very explosive. He can he can house anything. And, and as we've seen with Mahomes, it, it's one broken play that he just makes magic with that these guys can, you know, can have themselves an RB one day. And, and Michael Hartman's coming back. And, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, no. Nothing. Yeah. You want to plug about those scantling here? Oh, of course. Of oh, course I want to do them. Yeah. $3,800? <laughs> he just keeps dropping. He is coming at such a value. That's because he's, not, because he's not. <laughs> exactly. Productive. At some point, it's got to be production. Maybe yeah, it'll be the new Robbie Anderson. Who knows? It, it's, just, like, it's like it's like that lottery ticket, you know? You keep you, you keep spending a dollar, spending a dollar. You, you know, you keep scanning it. Not a Ryan, winner, not a winner, Ryan, not a have, winner. We have one lottery ticket. His name is Gabe Davis. Well, this is like this is that one that like the local lottery ticket that you always keep scanning, keep scanning. It's not a winner, and then you just keep scanning it, and then eventually it kicks in and says, you know, you won. This is the pick. This is the pick three, but you have the worst luck at the pick three. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, you're always playing. You're always picking the wrong players. You're always paying triple ones, and it just never works out. Oh god! It's just like I I just want Mahomes just to throw that deep ball. Just throw me that. Like he remember you used to throw that deep ball all the time to uh, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah. who's that that guy? Who's Ty- like, who's who's Tyreek Hill again? Like, yeah, that one guy, right? Yeah, yeah. the one that you yeah. know, Marcus Valdez Scantling replaced. It's gonna be Jared McKinnon because you know, same it will, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it'll be everyone but Valdez Scantling. It'll probably be Sky Moore or just or uh, Justin it's, Watson oh, who gets God, it. Please, let's go because we Those love Justin three thousand. This is a pro Justin Watson. Show. Yeah, so that's all I got. Yeah. Eagles at the Bears. Eagles nine point favorites on the road. Forty eight and a half is the game total. I just want the over. I, I am here for Bay one versus Bay two against Hopper in the Listener League. I'm game sacking the quarterbacks because God damn it, these are my two favorite quarterbacks in the league right now. I don't know what the playoffs look like in that league. All I know is me versus Hopper. It's- me and Dan, and it's gonna be a glorious shit show. It's, it's actually, it's, it's actually gonna be a good matchup because both of our teams are very even. I have to play Gabe Davis in that league, so. I mean, uh, again, you know, deep roster, sixteen leagues, yeah, sixteen team leagues. League. There's no way yeah. I don't like. Yeah, your starters are your starters. You have no bench. Today. I'm playing. I'm playing Zay Jones. Let's. Let's be I real. Get it. Okay. I yeah. get it. I get it. And I'm the only one that had a perfect season, so. Humble brag yeah. there. I'm actually playing Marlon Mack <laughs> against you. I'm Are you actually, playing Marlon Mack? He's your he's your pass catching back. Who else am I going to play? It's Amy McKenzie. He, he just got replaced. He just yeah, that went for eighty. That went for fifty-seven yards and a tutty. Remember, 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 we we're just talking about Marcus Valdez scaling the lottery ticket. The who am three? I going to play? Who am I going to play against him? You could have traded with me. I'm going to play. Had, I had Rex Burkett on McKenzie, my team. Who just got replaced by? By anti Vasker, Cole Beasley? No. Sex, sexy Rexy was for trade always. When? Everyone was for trade. My whole team was on the block. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I may still play Miko. We'll see. I still have Miko. I still have Miko. Maybe you'll actually get a you know gadgety play touchdown. All right. So as we as we mentioned, just play the over and the Eagles right. and Bears. <laughs> right. I'm very excited about this game. I'm very you play both quarterbacks. Oh, you play Cole Komet. You're playing. You're obviously playing Adrian Brown and Devonta Smith because Bears can't cover shit. Nope. Not with half their secondary out. 
They have no pass rush. Like Eagles gonna steamwalk this one, but it's gonna be fun. So Fields commit. Goddard's back. Fuck. Go ahead and throw him a start too. Um, I'm so pumped for Goddard. AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, David Montgomery too. Hell, shit. Start everything. Herbert is back. Huh? I think Herbert's been activated. Herbert's not back till week 16. I don't think. I thought he was activated this week. I don't think he was. No, it says Herbert is expected to return week 16 prior to week 16. Prior to week. Yeah, he's out still. He's out still next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more, Bubba. Trey Sermon. No, that's so I'm fine. News. I'm f- I'm fine with that. I'm fine. I I have I have I have uh, plenty of David Montgomery because he's cheap this year. Yeah, this game's a wash for me too. Hopper oh, Miles Sanders. By the way, forgot Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders has been fucking fantastic this year. He's been a touchdown machine. It's almost like the offense team. got super efficient, and Miles Sanders is a still very efficient running back. He just can't catch passes, but he's a very good, efficient running back. 11 touchdowns on the season. Yep. He had zero last year. And he said, don't draft me, and everyone didn't. Shame on us. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Shame. Never listen to a player. Ooh. So do you play Montgomery or DJ Chark this week? Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery. I yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yeah, you gotta ask hard questions. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, my bad. I feel like every question. We let's go to the. Let's go to the true. Has been instant. Let's go to the true game of the week here. Uh, Steelers at the Panthers. <laughs> oh God. Chabisky versus Darnold. Actually, it might be Mason Rudolph. We don't know yet. Oh, please don't. Please don't. No. No. What no, can he what? pick it? Break. By the way, I never saw that. He's good concussion. No. So we're gonna see Brent you Burns like get punched. It's a, it, it's a bit more because they're being more proactive. We'll see if that tames a little bit next year when, when they don't care as much about safety after you know two owls got fucking killed. Panthers two and a half point favorites at home. Thirty-seven and a half is the game total. Don't fucking bet this game. Move on. That is such a low game total. That's that's not even the lowest of the week. You can probably predict the next one, but that's not even the lowest. That is such a low game total. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We got two games, then we'll be there. Hooray! Or guys, one more game, then we'll be at the lowest. It's just the running backs in this one for me. I think it's Najee Harris, Deontay Foreman. I love George Pickens, but this is a tough, tough matchup for George Pickens. And he had seventy yards last week, but it was just three targets. Steelers' offense was. It was all out of sorts after Trubisky got back. You've got an uncertain quarterback situation. Um, Friar me if he plays. He's not practicing right now with an eight with a foot injury, so he might not even go. Um, but if he plays, obviously you're playing him. Um, but yeah, Najee Harris on that side, Panthers side of the ball. I can't trust DJ Moore, and that's not something I thought I would because normally you could trust DJ Moore to be. DJ Moore, even if there's not touchdowns there, right? You can trust DJ Moore to be DJ Moore. This year you can't. You get a really good game or you get nothing. It's like it's like Gabe Davis, but occasionally uh, well, it's pretty much Gabe Davis, actually. So um a little more upside, a little bit less bust, I guess. But yeah, I can't trust I can't I can't do it. I can't trust DJ Moore in a playoff scenario. Because every time I've trusted DJ Moore, I've been burned by it personally. And 
Pittsburgh. Let me go look and see if I can make a case for this. So I if mean, you didn't trust him right now, would you put him in? No. But it, I was just, I thought you say when I didn't trust him, that's when I should have put him in, like against Denver. No, that that really wasn't the case. I mean, it's I've not trusted him, and it's been fine. I've not trusted him for a lot of the season, and it's been fine. Um, yeah, not not giving up a ton. They did give up Drake London's last decent game. Good amount to Pittman. Good amount to T. Higgins. Not much to Alave. Huge amount to AJ Brown for Pittsburgh. Um, this game just just smells gross. It does yeah. smell gross. It's an easy answer. Avoid it. Yeah, as much as you can. Don't play any players from this game. Fair. Low scoring. Both bad teams with backup quarterbacks, and I, I guess Darnold isn't a backup anymore. But okay, with Foreman as an RB, uh, two yeah. flex type play. Harris will have his thing with Harris. Yeah. Um, like I said, Frymuth if he plays. Other than that, I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. love it. I am yeah. real tepid on DJ Moore. It's not like a every time I sit DJ Moore, I get burnt thing, Ryan. It is literally a I got burnt t- twice all season from sitting DJ. Right. And I got burnt a lot starting DJ Moore. We all have. I have him on leagues and I got burnt and I dropped him. We all third degree burns because of DJ Moore. Not really because of him, it's because of Arthur Smith. And, or, yes. and not, not Arthur, I'm sorry. Who the Matt, fuck is Matt Rule, Matt Rule and, and Vance Joseph? I think it's sure because <laughs> the Panthers. Knows. Fuck the Panthers. No, I don't know who it is. Uh, no, it's the former Cardinals coach. They got a bad shake out of things when they hired Kingsbury. Oh, was he the one and done with the Rosen era? Yeah, I don't remember who that was. I just remember feeling Steve, bad. Steve Wilkes. That's who Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. Yes. That was also a pretty bad offense in Arizona. So, <laughs> should we be surprised? No. Ryan, any DFS? Should we? Oh, right. It's just in McAdoo offense, too. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I forgot about We're that. We're screwed. Wilkes is a defensive guy. It's a Ben McAdoo offense. Defense is good. Yeah. Oh, God. That's right. Ben McAdoo is still there. The game's gross, but you don't like anyone. But I like Chuba Hubbard, surprisingly. I know, right? Why? He went 14 for 74 last week. 5.3, had a tutty. They were splitting. Foreman, Foreman had 21 for 74. No touchdown. What are their costs, though? You're the cost Foreman, guy. Foreman's 5,400, and Hubbard's 4,900, so $500 savings. Okay. okay. But, I mean, like, can, that, I, that's I can, pretty much I can it. Seed, I can seed for cash to save some money for What's the What's Raheem Blackshear? He is forty four hundred, but he's like so like he a touchdown. touchdown or bust. Yeah, but he, he that's what he is. It's touchdown or bust. All right, we have one more game left, and then we're at the halfway point. By halfway, I mean by three o'clock games. Guess that means I got to drink some of this beer again. So I remember. Yeah, I like I'm Cowboys. I move Cow- back to bourbon. You all, I'm so uh, <laughs> trucking through this uh, barrel age here. Cowboys at. The Jags, Cowboys, four and a half point favorites on the road, 47 and a half. I think the Jags, they're on the rise. Dallas, you know, are coming off of a pretty embarrassing win, if you can say one, against the Texans, in which they got praised for beating a bad team after being down for the majority of the game. 
I'm only slightly bitter because they dunk on the Vikings for this all the time, but when they always do it, it's okay. Take Jacksonville because fuck Dallas. And the over. Take Jacksonville because fuck Dallas. Got it. And Uh, the over. And the over. over. (laughs) (laughs) The one smart call on there. Just take the over. All right, Dallas. Both backs are in RB2 contention this week. Um, RB2. I thought RB1. RB2 floor. Let's put it that way. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Both have RB2 floor. Uh, CD Lamb. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine there with Lamb. Um, I don't know about Schultz. Oh, Schultz had fucking 10 targets last week. My God. He did in nothing, a comeback victory over did Texas. nothing the three weeks prior and then had 10 targets for 87 yards. Jacksonville's scrappy. Dalton Schultz is fine. He's a tight end. <laughs> he's healthy and a high volume offense. He's fine. Yeah, he's well, no, no, Hopper said, you, you said it the best, Hopper. He's a tight end. He's a tight end. Yeah, he's tight end. Um, he's for Jacksonville. Um, ETN's been it in the running game. So yeah, he hasn't he's been it in the running game. He's been blue in the running game. Blah, he's still coming back he's, from his injury. He's That's all a, I'm saying. He's still a guy, and he's still in a bell cow roll. That's all. True I'm that. Yeah, and he's still um, and he should have to catch territory. passes. Yep. <laughs> which inexplicably, he's had three targets over the last three weeks. So that should change. Well, it needs to change. That with that, yes. It needs to, like I thought he was supposed to be this like when he was at Clemson. He was a like, pass catching running back. It's like, and you don't see it. I'm, I was hoping to see it this year, and it's like, what? What's his I mean, max? I mean, they, I mean, they beat Tennessee by like three touchdowns. Five. Five, five targets was his max this year. And that was in one game. I blame Urban Meyer. Outside of that, I mean, it's been three. Three three has been his average, I'd say. He wasn't even healthy during the Urban Meyer season. That's a joke. Yeah. Um, no, but Lawrence is probably better than just doing check downs anyways. Yeah. No, Lawrence, Lawrence. Evan Ingram's a top five tight end. That's why Lawrence is, and Evan oh. Ingram is an absolute play. Um, Christian Kirk <laughs> is definitely interesting to me because he's playing out of the slot. He plays primarily yeah. out of the slot. So I think Zay Jones is probably going to draw digs. Zay Jones is going to, yeah, Zay Jones will draw digs. So um, Christian Kirk is is definitely interesting to me. He's got him on another, every other week streak right now. Um, this would be the good week. Oh, good, good, thanks. Haven't oh, we I had that? Ha- haven't too. we had that happen before with somebody? It's like year one. Somebody Jared was... McKinnon. It was Jared McKinnon. Was in, it in year one? It was literally. It was either him or, or Latavius Murray. Yeah, one was of them was that was the, the every uh, other week. Andrew. It was literally every other week. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of exactly what Christian Kirk's been doing the last three, four weeks. I'll so, take it. It's got fish uh, bowl the, week, baby. This would be the on week, but. I also think GameScript says this is going to be on week two for Kirk, and yeah. targets are going to funnel through him and Ingram. So Kirk, Ingram, ETN, playing them. Now, again, don't like Kirk more than you know McLaurin, ARSB, the question we had at the beginning of the show. I mean, it doesn't mean I hate Kirk. He's wide receiver three plus, and a lot of leagues are three start three wide receivers, so he's startable. Um, That's for Jacksonville. For Dallas, you're running chalk. Does Chuck include Gallup? Um, that's probably the the only question you probably get would be no, Gallup. and I don't think that it does. 
I don't think that the performance has been consistent enough for Chuck to include Gallup. He's got a two touchdown game. It's really the only time this year you can say, I'm happy I started Michael Gallup. Yeah, he's a risky play. I used to love him. I mean, I still love him. But he gets the targets, and he just doesn't get. You know, he just can't catch them. Really doesn't get or the targets though either. I mean, he's it's high as eight, six, seven, eight, 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 eight seven, eight, seven six, six. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's a wide receiver three in he fantasy is. because of the offense, yeah. but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Anyway, it's Brian Davis. T. Y. Hilton, thirty-two hundred. No, no, no. no <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, this guy. I'm By the way, Cowboys son T.Y. Hill. <laughs> Ryan, there we go. See? <laughs> missed that in the news. <laughs> I mean, did we really miss it? But yeah. I did. I, I dropped him in our, in our league a long time ago. I was like, oh. Yeah, because he's <laughs> gone. Yeah. Yeah. I like everyone in this game. Prescott, Lawrence, running backs, wide receivers. I mean, they're Lawrence all fucking tear, too. I mean, Lamb's at 7,300. Kirk's at 6,600. Zay Jones, 4,900. Gallup, 4,500. Noah good... Brown, 3,400. That one I really like there. He's this a is a re- really good game stack week. But it also it seems like, too, like game. when Jacksonville's at home, it's always a low-scoring game. It's not like a high-scoring game in Jacksonville for some reason. That's because Lawrence hasn't been unlocked. He's He's unlocked now. I'm calling it highest scoring game of the week. Lock in over. Let's go. That's it. Game sack, everybody. So Evan Ingram over his last three games. Yeah. Call it Evan Ingram now. How's that very late to be here? It's good. Call it. Calling it. Lock in game. Highest game total of the week. Not the highest, but the highest. This will be the highest game scoring. I'm sorry. You're about to say something about Evan Ingram? Yes, I was. (laughs) Go ahead. All right. So. But Last really, Dan, weeks. are you are you high right now, or like no, Collins is a okay? No, 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 no. Sorry, Ryan. Go ahead, Evan Ingram. I don't know if I want to talk about him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but last three weeks, he had one target, seven targets. Then last week's an enormous fifteen target game, and we're still looking at him as a start this week. Yeah, it's as tight ends, Ryan. Ryan, he's a tight end. He's a top five tight end right now. That's how bad tight ends are. Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. I mean, getting for, targets funneled his way. Who would if you, it's not Kelsey or Hawkinson? It's Evan Ingram. Because he's playing now. Who would you want? Okay. Uh, give me 10 tight ends you want to start over Evan Ingram. Go. Darren Waller, maybe? <laughs> no. He's hurt. He's coming back. This is his week. He oh didn't God. do shit before he was hurt. Yeah. And he gets the Patriots. And that's one. You got the nine Patriots more. Patriots the most touchdowns to tight ends. And that's one. You got nine more to go. <laughs> Dallas Goddard. You can't even name Two. nine more tight ends. Yeah, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews. No. Three, four. We know those. George Kittle. Five. Who's, who's playing, playing right you can't now? can't play him right now. TJ Hawkinson, like we already said. Six. X line, that's why. Of course I was on my X line. <laughs> Uh, and oh, hey, Gerald hey, Everett. Hey. Are you playing Everett over Evan Ingram? It's got a full slate of his receivers back. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are healthy. Do you really want to trust Gerald Everett? No, you don't. It's, it's a Dalton great match. It's, it's, it's okay, you're at six. Yeah, you're right. 
Fuck it. <laughs> uh, Pat Fryermuth is healthy. I think that's Pat Fry- by the way, Pat, Pat Fryermuth, Cole Komet would have been the other two I would have accepted. Really? I, I don't know about Komet. I don't know about yeah. I don't know about Komet over Ingram. I'm just saying in the top ten discussion. Ingram is a top five. It's that's literally yeah. the only re- like he's a, a must start because top five tight end and tight yeah. ends if, if not named Kelsey are all the same right now. All right, you convinced me, Evan Ingram, thirty eight hundred. <laughs> I'm playing him this God. week. Jesus Christ, Ryan. Sorry. All right, beer review because we're at the three o'clock games. Uh, I guess I, if I have to. And Ray 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 McLeod apparently caught a pass. Beer review. Oh, Seahawks kicked another field goal. Starting to look like rolling with Geno Smith might have not been my best decision. I mean, it's 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 his average is uh, a four point eight, only nine incompletions. So Scott Fishbowl, he's not completely destroying you, but. Well, I didn't make Still the playoffs ugly. there. This is against you in your dynasty league. I, I I know. I almost almost wouldn't pick somebody up to start over him. Yeah, this is also yeah, it's also a very difficult matchup. And I think I went Hodgins instead. Hodgins? The Giants Hodgins? Yeah. Isaiah Hodgins? Isaiah Hodgins, yeah. It's the only wide receiver they have left. He's going yeah. off. It's okay. <laughs> he, he, he I don't know if he'll win, but he'll have back to back weeks. All right. And he's got you know the commanders, right? Could be right. the highest right. high scoring. Right? Actually, shit! I accidentally left Geno Smith in my lineup. Could you uh, pick up <laughs> Sam? Can you pick up Matt, Matt Ryan and start him for me? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now I, now I, nope, nope. It's fine. It's fine. All right, who's starting? Me. Um, I'll sure. do it. I'll put this one to death. Yeah, do it. Do it. I was really excited when I read the side of this because all of them say and holiday cheer. And I thought that and holiday cheer just was like a cutesy little thing that they were doing. Uh, there actually is something with this beer that they tried to do holiday wise, I think. So I'm getting it's not really spruce tips or pine needles, but it's a real like Christmassy type of flavor there on the end that reminds me of spruce tips or pine needles or something along those lines. Um, it's very botanical, and it cla- even I'm warm now, and it did get better as it warmed up versus what I said at the beginning of the show. But even warm, that kind of like botanical note is very, very much cra- clashing with the malt backbone of the spear. It's also a little bit light in the body for being a, you know, for being a Belgian ale. Um, I don't get a lot of that Belgian yeasty character to it. And I don't get, and I, you know, I do get some of the caramel and raisin there um, from the malt and the candy sugar and everything that's supposed to be there. But the problem is, is that whatever they did at the end of this to give it kind of that winter note really, really detracts from where the malt from here should be. A Belgian double is a really, really good winter beer by itself. And adding to this didn't really complement those, those malt flavors it very very much took away from it so while you know i think they execute on what they're trying to do i don't know this seems like one of those things where it's like okay i get why it's named the island of misfit toys this seems like one of those things where just because you could doesn't mean you should and this is a complete like 
flavor clash to me. They don't play nice together. They don't marry well together. The malt backbone's there. Um, the body's a bit light. And um, whatever they did to Christmas this thing up just took away from it at the end. It's it's drinkable now that it's warmed up. That malt characters came out. It wasn't when it was ice when it was straight out of the fridge. But it's yeah, I, it's one of those things I'm glad I'm only drinking one of. And I'll try the other three beers that are there and hope for a redeemer. I like the four pack. I like that they went out on a limb. I love the can art. Um, but this beer just it ain't it. And it's not even that it ain't it for me, for my taste palette. It's just not well executed for what it is. It's not it's not well designed. The flavors aren't complimentary. Wah, wah. Very rare. I have to give a bad review on the show. I mean, yeah. it's, it's been one other beer, maybe two. One is, sure. I can definitely count them on one hand. This is one of the only ones I've ever had. Yeah. Like, I can't, like, I can say nice things, but I can't spin this to a totally positive review. And this is, you know, coming from, you know, of us having more extensive knowledge into how to, you know, Hopper obviously done some, some, you know, some beer competition judging, mm-hmm. you know, background now. So this isn't year one. The talking about a smoky lager that we didn't like. This is a more, you yeah. know, complete reason why this beer is a miss. I should do a redemption series and retry some of those things I didn't really like. We we gotta find the list that Nick created. <laughs> Maybe that's not a, get, that's not a bad idea. It. It's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Go I on. bet I can find it. We can go back. I mean, I would love to try some of the beers that we had a long time ago. I don't know. Go maybe ahead, maybe after a while I can I can get better too myself because my reviews just so Ryan, so basic and generic. Ryan, you've been listening since like year one. Actually, I can probably I keep been. you honest. If on this I can one, get better. You can get yesterday, better. you can get better. Yeah. Not not since just year one, but since episode one, I think I might have only missed like one or two at most. Hell yeah! I've been that. I was that. I was that dedicated. Now I don't listen at all. We were because so... you're recording it. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> But he's uh, been here. He's been here since day one. I know. He's been here the whole season. It's hit, and it's already almost over. It's here. All right. This is not the fun part. The fun part starts after the season ends. Yeah. Yeah. True that. But uh, I had Goose Islands Neon Beer Hug comes in at seven percent, and surprisingly, I'm already on my second one. So that's what's shocking about it is that it goes down so smooth, and it's very good, very refreshing. And it can hit you just because that seven percent. So like it says, like it calls it, you know, ten thousand volts of flavor, and you can say it's shockingly easy to drink, easy Pro- flowing. The tropical and citrus flavors there in it are, are smooth, hit and they hit just right, no matter the temperature outside. Like it's refreshing, it's comforting, it's not heavy, it's not super light, it's very good. And it even has a nugget. Sultana, Citra, Mosaic, and Eureka Hops, which I've never heard of Eureka Hops, which provide the spark that make Neon Beer Hugs shine. The combination of hops. It, it is tropical. Is You nailed it. That's exactly what I was talking about yesterday while I was putting some of those back, is that it's very tropical. Um, pineapple, guava, grapefruit. It, it's not overly citrusy. It's a very tropical drink. Yeah, but it's got enough body to where it plays when it's cold outside. Yes, it's it's very like good all year. Like I I remember drink this all year long. All right, Dan, wrap it up. All right, I am drinking Surly's 
Darkness. This is the Coca Nibs, Raspberry, and Vanilla Bean variant. Um, first things first, you gotta let this warm up. I I drank this cold to start with, and you couldn't get much on it. It actually tasted a bit off. Was it boozy? No, it it, it tasted almost a bit funky. Hmm. It was it was almost like the weather got too much to it. Um, it, it was very interesting. But as it warmed up, you got. The raspberry came through. The chocolate definitely came up through. Um, and and for a barrel age, it's a bit thin, uh, not nearly as thick, um, which isn't a terrible thing. The raspberry is the true, you know, forefront here. The chocolate obviously, you know, uh, complements it from being a Russian Imperial style. You get the barrel age. You still get the barrel definitely on it. I, there's a reason why I'm pretty fucking drunk. I also haven't ate food since 1230, but that's my own fault. Um, I've been fucking driving all day. It, it's, it's a, it's a solid, you know, a fruited barrel age variant. Not the best, not the best that they've done for their, you know, for their darkness variants over the years. But if you like dark fruit as a fruited variant to your barrel age stuff, this is, not the worst option you can go with. All right. All right. Three o'clock games. Patriots at the Raiders. Raiders are one point favorites at home. Oh, 44 and a half. This is the Patriots. So got a battle for a playoff spot. The Raiders are the backwards Vikings. The backwards Vikings. They literally are. <laughs> they they have played an almost identical amount of one score games, and they've what they're what three and fucking ten. Like no, yeah, but they've given up how many big leads? Yeah, I know. All I think them. they've given up. I think they've almost broken the record for most uh, double digit points given up. <laughs> Belichick owns the McDaniel's. Yeah, this is uh take New England. I would I would I would actually uh do a line adjustment to this and go to like fucking nine points. <laughs> like Patriots by a bile. Um, but in all seriousness, this is uh both struggling offenses, you know, good enough defenses, at least by the Patriots. Um, I, I would, I would take the Patriots in the money line. I, I more than likely would stay clear from the over under though. Yeah. Um, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs for the Raiders. I'm not on Waller. Waller didn't do a whole lot before he got hurt. Even with him and Renfro coming back, I can't run it either of those guys. Patriots side of this, um, it's Damian Harris, and I have problems starting anything else. I want to look at Jacoby Myers and like that because it's a good matchup, but he's been hurt. He's been banged up the last couple of times he's played. He's been disappointing, um, for lack of a better term. So... You know, it's that's a that's my break glass in case of emergency player of the week is Jacoby Myers, given the matchup and that he does look like he's going to be back from injury, but not necessarily what you want to trust. I'm only trusting Damian Harris. He's also coming back from injury, but we haven't seen Pierre Strong or Kevin Harris all year. And if Harris and if Damian Harris is is active, that's going to be the guy. But no, Stevenson. Stevenson is not practicing, looking like he's not going to play. Patriots defense because uh, if anybody knows McDaniels, it's Belichick. They're also probably rostered because I think they're the number one defense in the league right now. 
or in fantasy. Oh my Definitely God. top four. The Patriots have like no wide receivers now. Jacoby Myers is out. Still, he hasn't been practiced yet with concussion. Yeah. Concussion. I think he was being. They upgraded his status today to limited. Parker was is was still out with concussion. Yeah, they updated but, Myers' status to limited today. By the way. Oh, did they? Yes. That broke late. Okay. okay yeah. All right. What time did that break at? Because mine says seven oh eight p.m. Eastern time. It says officially so, didn't practice Thursday. It was Roto World, and it broke. I think right before we came on the air. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say, I was like, if that leaves Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne, it's like, ugh. That broke. It says sixty-sixty-four Eastern. The Patriots have updated Jacoby Myers' concussion Thursday practice status from limited. Oh no, downgraded. Updated. They downgraded him from limited to DNP. I read oh, it backwards. God. Even worse. So these are like um, main order receivers, Aguilar and Bourne right now. Yeah, and Myers, it's a concussion, so he could get cleared still. It's the second week in protocol, but not a guarantee. Yeah, he'd be the only one. Like, if he's the DFS... only one you'd want if he plays. Oh yeah, exactly. Because he's the only one that seems to matter when he plays. Yeah, that's what uh, Mac Jones goes after. I mean, he, that's all the targets are. That's that's his main player. Once he goes down, it's kind of like you're hoping for the best to find out. Yeah, this game's pretty ugly for DFS wise. Yes, I like, it's, I like Darren Waller though. I mean, if he does come back, forty one hundred. The Patriots do give up some of the high. They're like bottom five of giving up touchdowns to tight end. So Waller could actually score a tight end, or not score a tight end, score a touchdown this weekend. Because that's how I always look at tight ends, you know, touchdown or bust. Foster Monroe. Yeah, but usually Foster Moreau doesn't really do anything once uh, Waller is Foster doesn't do anything when Waller isn't out there. Darren Waller doesn't do anything when Darren Waller's out there. Like either. two years ago. He got paid, though. So he got that. Oh. He's got that. He's got money yeah, in his pockets. Good for him in a points in a, in a uh, money per pocket league. Points per dollar league. I'm certain Chase Daniel, right? So, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the best contract in the world. Get Chase Daniel. Fucking Matt Flynn. Oh, yeah. The fleece of a century. All right. Let's go to the game of the week. The real one. The Cardinals at the Broncos. Broncos three-point favorites. Did you say the real one? The real one. The real one. Because that's what Fox is tagging in as America's game of the week. <laughs> Broncos three-point favorites at home. 36 and a half game total. Your lowest game total of the week. Can we just fucking punt this game? And I get it. There's Hopkins, there's Brown, Judy off three touchdown game. Greg Dolchitz is getting some targets. Can we just punt this game? Like, I'm not like, there's no need to bet this game. It's no fun. The fact that R- Russell Wilson at home against a backup quarterback is three point favorite. It might not even be Russell Wilson. It's not clear. Yeah. Is, is he not cleared yet? yet? Oh, that's right. No. So it's Kyle Allen versus Colt McCoy? It, no, Kyle Allen's on the. Not Kyle Allen. Thanks, who, it's Brett Rippin. Brett, you could same, end up with Brett Rippin. Same fucking difference. Yeah. yeah, God, God. A game nobody wants to see. Give everybody their money back. Let them go for free. Yeah, yeah it said Wilson game. is slated to practice in limited fashion today, but that's all that I got. Doesn't, that mean doesn't mean he's yeah, cleared. He's clear. He can still practice. He doesn't well, I just, just want to see if you had anything on Roto World. I have mine on DraftKings. No, that was... 
that was the exact same update. Same thing? Okay. Was that he's going to practice in limited fashion on Thursday, which is an upgrade, but we saw that last week with a couple of players and they didn't get cleared. So, you know, it used to be a concussion was, you know, last, last year, even it was a concussion was pretty much a one week injury. Guys were getting cleared at the end of the week, but new protocols in place. It's almost damn sure been a two week injury for most people. Did you guys do a d- diagnosis? Did you guys know that, that Tyler Croft was in the Niners? No. Did he catch touchdown? He, he caught a pass for 30 yards. <laughs> wow. I, I had no idea. I was out. Okay. All right, Tyler Croft. Let's see you. That's how much I care about this game. Brock Purdy doing things. I talked about Tyler Croft. Dude, that's not like Mr. Irrelevant doing something. That's so awesome. Uh, Brock Purdy. I dude, Hopper will know this because I texted yeah. him about it. I've liked Brock Purdy since literally freshman year. Yeah. He's just been so bad. It's like his rise. Kyle Shanahan, a fucking God, a bunch quarterback, you know, whispers. I think I had Brock Purdy in the same tier as Bailey Zappi is that tier behind the guys that were for sure to get drafted. It's just, it's so rare to see a quarterback continuously get worse. They were right behind Ritter for me. Yeah. Oh, it's such such a poor QB. Yeah. This might be the worst class of one of the worst like classes since 2013. Like uh, good news. Early next year, we'll do the normal class review and we can, yeah. we can pair it. Rock there we go. Purdy. Look anyway. Purdy. Yeah. It, it, Not anyway. so much we care about this game. We're talking about Brock Purdy. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're talking about Tyler Croft. <laughs> yes. Which led to Brock Purdy. Which led Brock to Brock Purdy. Hey, we took us away from this game, from Brett Ripon versus Colt McCoy. <laughs> From the James Conner versus Damian Harris. Yeah, the, yeah, the real game of the week. Damian Harris is in this game now? James Conner versus <laughs> James Latavius Connor. Murray? Latavius Murray. Or, yeah, Laxatives right? Murray. Laxatives. Yeah. Marlon Mack. Marlon, Marlon Mack. Mack. <laughs> uh, so, from what you're gathering here, Dan pretty much hit it, right? It's Hopkins Connor. Um, we already talked about Hollywood, which is not a good thing with McCoy playing. Um, the other side of this, it's probably Judy, regardless, because the Broncos have no healthy receivers and it's against Arizona. It's Dolchich because it's against Arizona. And I'm staying away from people Murray because Mac is actually a threat to him. I'm I am off all the Broncos backs. Nailed it. Plus, they can't just get into a running game because they can't score points. So they're never in a game script where they have to run the football. Hackett's gonna be one and done. Fuck this game. I hope so. God, is he horrible? He's a horrible coach. I could, I could coach better than that. I think my nine-year-old son could coach better than that. Rogers made him look good. People forget he orchestrated the downfall of Blake Bortles. Thanks, Hackett. He ruined Blake Bortles. All right, DFS wise, Broncos DST twenty-seven hundred. Randy get Gregory coming back possibly. Twenty seven? Actually, yeah, Broncos DST is a really fucking good play. Arizona's week, yeah. DST is also a really good play. Just put it but, in... it's, but it's in mile high, so I like Denver more. But what is the cost of Arizona? Arizona Arizona is actually more expensive. They're thirty four hundred. Why the fuck are the Broncos twenty seven hundred? They don't get as much uh uh touchdowns. Or uh, or or sacks. They're, I think they're just really good just at not don't allowing allow points. points. They Which have thirty two sacks on the season. That's pretty good. Hold on. 
Is that good? two last week? I yeah, they had two last week. Hold up, hold on. Let's see. I mean, for the week for I the week team, prior, I got team defense on. on Where are tab they here? Ranked them on sex too. But but like when they lost Bradley Chubb, like when they traded him away, that's when that defense kind of took a hit. But with Randy Gregory coming back, that it's because Brett. Him. It's because Brett Ribbon is a far worse quarterback. To they have thirty six sacks, depending on where we're at, I guess. Um, they're about middle of the pack. The Steelers actually lead the league in sacks. Well, TJ Watt is a fucking beast. So I'm, I'm the no Vikings are second. Yeah, in sacks, and we've had yeah. one sack in two fucking weeks. The Bears are fourth. Ugh. Sacks don't mean nothing. QB pressure is all the way. Uh, okay, we can look at that too. Hurry percent. Bills are first. Broncos are second. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So oh, McCoy, right. it's gonna, third. yeah, it's gonna be a a a battle of uh, the Vikings are fourth. Again, not against the Lions though, and that elite offensive line. No, they got owned. Yeah, I was. It was a bad. It, it was, it was, it was game rough. A good game for me. If you're a funnel defense that doesn't, you know, convert or that doesn't get turnovers, you're not gonna have a good day. Broncos are roughly top third of the league, top third of the league in pressure percent. Broncos are good. Broncos are going to be really good this weekend. You play both defenses. Yes, and you reap the benefits. All right, moving on. Fuck that game. Hey, Lions game of the lead, week. Lions lead the league in missed tackles. God damn it, Lions! See, we are good at something else. <laughs> Titans at the Chargers. Chargers three point favorites at home. 46 and a half is a game total. Give me the finally healthy Chargers offense against a bad Titans defense. Question Give me the mark. Question mark. Give me and, the Chargers at home. And they're not. Never mind. I was about to say something incorrect. Oh. So I stopped. So you stopped. First time, to say first, time, first time for everything. Yeah, yeah, you're you're never wrong ever. Chargers, no, I'm, I'm actually right because I stopped myself from saying something stupid. That's why I'm never wrong. That is that is also true. Still, Chargers minus something, minus three. Chargers minus three. Oh right, okay, right other side of this. <laughs> Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Fantasy players. No, no, it's it's good. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, chalk on the Chargers. First time I can say that this year. God, they look uh, good last not week. Not Jason Palmer because Tennessee can't push points. Um, and Williams actually looked healthy. Chargers looked real good last week. Titans <laughs> out of this, it is ugly, ugly, ugly. Traylon Brooks is still out with a concussion. They have nothing going for him in the passing game. Uh, Derrick Henry has been bottled up and starting to fade down the stretch. Um, go figure. You ride the guy hard for three years, and yeah, now he's starting to to fade out. Uh, Chargers defense look good. There's Chig Okawanko is the only thing you can start from the Titans because the tight end was upside, and even then, it was more touchdown upside than anything. So he was a tight end. He was a tight end. Woo! He came back down to earth. Yeah, this game's a wash. Noah Fant touched him. Was it? 
Yeah. Yep. Six for six, 45 and a touchdown. That means Gino threw one, thank God. Yeah. Gino, uh, it took a minute. I have him in. I have him in Ryan or in more than a minute. And Ryan and Ian's dynasty league. But I, I, I need some Gino. Need some Gino love. I need some Gino in more than one spot. <laughs> no, kidding. Need By the way, what did you think of that uh Hopkins trade in the best ball league? Uh, let me look back at it again. I've never seen a first round pick. This it was remember. Hopkins and my second for the first and Drew second. So basically moved back in the second round, got a first round pick for Nook. I mean, it's a good, it's, it's actually a good move for both of you. Yeah. I'm a, gets, uh, I'm a rebuilding team. Drew's it's actually better for you run. with injury to Murray Hopkins is Hopkins loses kind of his ceiling. That's why I, Drew I laughed before. when I accepted it. He's like, I forgot that was out there. Which I had only been out there for like a day. So, yeah. Yeah, I got, yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you don't, when you don't uh, pay attention to your trade offers when things happen. No, it had only been out there for like a day or so, but I just saw it because I got it. I was in Mexico yesterday, so I got a chance to look today. You're in Mexico yesterday? Mexico, Missouri. Not the Mexico. Oh, that's what I was saying. Senior Chris. Oh, I, I'm sorry for not assuming you're in Mexico, fucking Missouri. <laughs> Where the fuck is Mexico, Missouri? It's between St. Louis and Columbia. It's about 45 minutes outside of Columbia. Oh, okay. And about an hour outside of St. Louis between the oh. two. I'll be in Columbia in a few weeks. Little one horse town. The good barbecue spot in Mexico, <laughs> though, if you pass through there when you're on your way out, I'll shoot you the name of it. One horse town. You want to start for lunch? There's actually a good barbecue spot in Mexico, Missouri. Maybe I'll I'll uh, I'll stop there on my way back home for lunch. So I can say I was in Mexico, Missouri. Mexico, Missouri. All right, DFS wise, I am going chalk Herbert, Eckler, wide receivers. Yep, everybody. Uh, Tennessee. I still, I still go Derrick Henry because he's at eight thousand. Even though he's going, he's down, starting to downplay, but still, I mean, last week he had seventeen for one twenty-one and a, and a tutty, so he actually returned value on that. So there's still a possibility he could still do it. The run defense isn't completely there for the Chargers, so he, I mean, you're hoping for another twenty-five thirty point game out of him. And that's pretty much it oh. on the side. That's a lot of points. Right? The game of the week now. Cincinnati, Tampa Bay. Bengals at the Bucks. Last three o'clock game or 325 game. The Bengals, three and a half point favorites at home. 44 and a half. Tom Brady is still getting a little bit of love here as the Bucks continue to be the worst but best team in the NFC South. Give me the Bengals. They're on the rise. The offense is, is getting healthier. Um, the defense is playing up the snuff, and we're watching one of the better teams in the AFC finally get back up to pace. So, give me the Bengals on the road all day, every day. Even give me the over here. Brady's not going to go away quietly in the night. The Bengals are doing exactly the same exact thing they did last season, where they were they started out slow and then they took off around this time of the year. Yeah, they're just getting healthier. The Bengals are or the Bengals, the Ravens are banged up even though they keep finding ways to somehow win games without Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So, Bengals, points, easy. Yeah. um, 
You can't throw on the Bengals. That's good news for Chris Godwin. Uh, Rashad White is taking over from from Fournette. Fournette still has a role, um, but I would lean White over Fournette in this one. Although Fournette, I think, does have some flex value. Um, Bucks are struggling to score points, though. That that's the other reason I think you're going to see a good, healthy amount of of White. White's good for Godwin. Um, for the Bengals, it's you're running chalk with this one. It's Mixon, Higgins, Chase, Burrow. Bucks have a good defense, but you know we've seen it time and time again. Defense can only do so much. The Bengals are heating up. Their offense is as good as anybody's when they heat up. Well, they're high. Your defense means nothing. As long as the line can play. And yeah. The Bucks don't get it done with the pass rush. They get it done in the secondary. Uh, DFS way. I like Samaje P. Ryan still. Just because of the odds of T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd not playing this week. Samaje P. Ryan could be more active in the passing game. No, that's a Trent Irwin nod there, Bubba. You think yeah. So? Yeah. Give me, Scott, give me that Scott Irwin grandson, love. He had two targets last week, and one of them was a 45-yard touchdown. Hey. Yeah, rise. one of them was a 45-yard touchdown. The rise it, is coming. Is it, it? Is it the way the uh, hair flows out the back of his helmet as he's running down the field? Uh, of course is that it gets you? Yeah, 100%. I figured. I he's actually resting the alligators out there, not just footballs. <laughs> He's the one that's on the field, is, is basically what I'm getting at. They're not splitting Piran out wide necessarily in those scenarios. I mean, you're going to get maybe more receiving work, but Mixon's a capable pass catcher too. So it's not like they have to change up the back's roles because you're missing receivers. Mixon catches passes. They just use Piran on third down. It's something that's been inexplicable to me for a while. But it's not like... P. Ryan's is the pass catcher and Mixon's an apt like a lot of split backfields are. Mixon's actually a decent receiver. That somehow doesn't get used enough in third down capacities, which right because they're trying to because it's fucking Zach Taylor, man. Yeah, because Zach Taylor has made P. Ryan the third down back. But you don't so have to bad. switch that around because you're without wide receivers where P. Ryan gets more snaps. It's just you might see more targets to the running back. Um, Zach Taylor must have not watched enough like Oklahoma games of Pete Ryan and Mixon playing with each other. Zach Ryan. They didn't Zach play Ryan. with each other that much. They had one year. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they had a whole year. They had a one whole year when they were on no, the they, same roster. They Mixon was. They had more than that. They were the same year. They, they, was it? Yeah, they it were drafted three. the same. They were both 17. Was there a ton of time where they were playing together, though, with Mixon's issues Mixon, in college and health? That's right. Mixon had the off-the-field issues. He had the off-the-field issues that took him took him out. Oh, not him off the season. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah. when P. Ryan you know, really, really took over. They weren't ever yeah, really that one used. game against Kansas when he broke records. They weren't necessarily used together, though, all that much. Not until the final year. Right. And either way, Zach Taylor is an idiot. So it's fine. I'm good. I'm yeah. good. It's true. Yeah, and I'm looking at target volume from last week. I mean, it all just funneled through Chase when when people went down. It all fucking funneled through Chase. Oh yeah, well Chase Chase is a freaking unicorn, so yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Yep, it doesn't matter. You can double, t- you can single, triple, quadruple. He's gonna catch the ball. You can just do a thing. I never yeah. thought when I watched Samaj P. Ryan in year one that I'd be speaking out against Samaj P. Ryan in year five. 
I never <laughs> thought we would still be talking about Samaje Piran in year six almost. Uh, yeah, well, that I. was never a doubt for me, but I, I know for you, but that was a big P Ryan truther. You were I'm sure you remember Ryan. You've been listening since the episode. Oh, yes. No, I also I was on him too, just from the Oklahoma days. I always follow Oklahoma Nick, football. Nick hated him. Yeah, me and Nick were not a P Ryan fan, so we, we laughed. And uh, here we are. Who's laughing now? Here we're we are. I, I I got P Ryan. I got P Ryan. Uh, where's Deshaun Kaiser at, Dan? That's not fair. You can't talk shit about Nick. He can't even be here to defend himself right now. That's fine. That's Nick's fault. He's choosing not, not to be. Uh, where's <laughs> Where's Deshaun Kaiser? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's at home on his couch enjoying himself, living his best life, not being wasted away in Cleveland. Good job, uh, Sean Kaiser, for being job. bad. Dan took a guy with 15 touchdowns and 17 interceptions in college and anointed him QB1. I'm surprised you're making jokes about quarterback prospects. You got fucking Drew Locke, Zach Wilson. Come Blake on, Bort- keep, keep going. Blake, Blake Bortles, Bortles is not yeah. a prospect I watch, but come on, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drew Locke, <laughs> Zach <Yeah>. Wilson, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky, that's right. It's all right. It just speaks how fucking difficult it is to scout quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah it's super better. hard. It's very difficult. Unless you're Justin Fields, then I, I was always confident. And, and Trevor Lawrence, again. We just, you know, downplay the fact that, you know, sometimes quarterbacks don't take a year to actually blow up. So sometimes a coach can fucking destroy him. Time. Fields sometimes was like, my two, I think. Wasn't no, he? Zach Wilson was your two. We argued between Zach Wilson and Oh, Justin that's Fields. right. That's right. Zach Wilson yeah. was my two. Okay, so I'm wrong on occasion. It's all right. About quarterbacks. That's my yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, it's all about quarterback. Quarterbacks are hard to scout. We are. I victory lap people, too. Bailey Zappi. There you go. Take Brock it. Take Purdy. it when you can. Dan, Dan's got the victory lap and Brock Purdy over me. Uh, I didn't. I'm I just a, didn't uh, shit on Purdy. I didn't love him. No one. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but he's Mister Relevant. There's no. Like, I'm it's glad. Be, I, I'm so pumped that Purdy was able to turn himself around. And who's your uh, favorite Mister Relevant though? Trey Quinn. Ooh, it's tough. I'm glad I love Trey Quinn. Ah. Uh, we're way off right. base. Are there more games to talk about? Yeah, yeah. we have two Dan. more games. God. Yeah, Monday night rematch. Oh, oh, Sunday night. Not Monday. Sunday night rematch. Let's, let's of go week one, 13. Of the, one of the worst Sunday night matchups we may have ever seen. Giants at the Commanders. We just saw this game two weeks ago. Yeah, it's going to be just as gross. Commanders are four and a half point favorites at home. 40 and a half is the game total. Lean the over. This game what? is going to reach 22 points. Or not 22, uh, 42 points this game will get to. Somebody will win 23 to 19 or 23 to 20 or some shit. This is going to be lean over. It's going to be close. You're going to get some. You have two very good defenses or two very capable enough defenses to, you know, you know, to generate turnovers and sacks. Give me the lean over. Hey, bringing things full circle. Jordan Mason, four for 64. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, uh, a garbage time works. Wonders. Wonders. Four for <laughs> Yeah, a 60-yard run to end the game. <laughs> Does Seattle even have a defense? No. That's why they're, that's why they're seven and six and may miss the playoffs. Fading down the stretch. Yeah. Yep. The, the Lions might surpass them next week. Uh, Giants at the Commanders. 
Dan. Yeah. I I said take the I said you take did. the over. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. All right, cool. Saquon Barkley. Uh Isaiah Hodgins touchdowns in back to back weeks. He's your best Giants receiver right now. Uh commander side, obviously Terry McLaurin. Um Giants. I actually have to look at stats this late in the show. This never goes well. I don't know how the Giants <laughs> are against the run, to be honest with you. Uh, good against the run, or are they bad against the run? They're probably mediocre. I think they're mediocre against the run. Uh, it's going to be a, actually they're bad they were good against. They're bad against the run, averaging twenty eight point six PPR points allowed to running backs. Where's uh, that rank at? The Miles Sam. It ranks six, seventh, seventh. Right about oh, yeah, so it's very neutral game script. So expect yeah. both. Expect uh, Ryan, you know, Brian Robinson, Robinson and Gibson to be used. 13.1 points for Robinson last time they played. So um, I think Gibson was hurt. I think. And Robinson had 21 attempts in that game, yeah. too. So they were there 21 for 96 for um, Robinson, 9 for 39 for, for Gibson. Robinson fading a little bit down the stretch. You can play both. They got, they're both flex with RB2 upsides. Uh, McLaurin's your gold star there. I'm done. Ryan. Yeah, Mc, Mc, McLaurin, man, I love him a lot. Like I'm looking, I'm just doing the showdown some version of it, and Saquon Barkley comes in at the most expensive at eighteen point eighteen thousand three hundred, and McLaurin is the fourth most expensive at fourteen seven. I'd actually put him in as the captain, just because last time when they met two weeks ago. McLaurin had 12 targets, eight receptions, 105 yards, and a t- and a tutty. So he's gonna. I think he's gonna roast him again. Why not? Brian Robinson, 12,000. Like that play too. And would I go Daniel Bell or Daniel? Oh, Daniel Jones is expensive too. So I want. I don't know if I'd go him. I mean, it's a showdown. I mean, yeah, you have to pay off for quarterbacks regardless. I this is a showdown I, I, that I would have probably not want to play. It's not. It's not very fun to play with both teams being bad. I I play the Commanders D at thirty eight hundred. I mean, you can get cute and try to go for the million maker in the you know GPP showdown, but I always go. I always go cute. I always try to win. Yeah, you put on your and makeup, I, and I'm still here. Go cute. I, I'm not multi thousand there yet. All right, last game of the night. You guys ready for what game the NFL? The well, the NFL slate probably would have been the game of the week. Rams at the Packers. Packers <laughs> are six and a half point favorites, 39 and a half. Who saw this I, being this level of a dumpster fire? I when this promise you, the days. NFL was like, we're going to finally give Monday Night Football a great game. Stafford versus Rodgers. Both teams are probably battling for number one seed in the conference. Uh, both teams out of the blast. <laughs> Fuck this game. Just no, no, nope. I'm I'm not giving praise to Green Bay. Nope, nope. I will not tell you to take them in the spread. Nope. Like, I'm not gonna tell you nope. that you should probably play Aaron Jones. Um, nope, nope. Christian Watson's touchdown streak is real, but if he doesn't get a touchdown, you're pretty much sunk. So you're living or dying by Dude, that. Ramsey's gonna probably Ramsey's line gonna up. be on Watson. I don't know if he's gonna. Bad. Yeah, I, I don't think. We're gonna get Ramsey and Lazard. This is be Ramsey and Watson. We're gonna see it. No, uh, Lazard, I actually like in this one just as a nice floor play. Yeah. Um, Jones over Dylan for sure. Ram side of this is just ugly, ugly. Ben Skoranek, ninety-eight yards, 
eight receptions, good PPR play. Um, Van Jefferson's probably going to be the unlucky one to draw Alexander. So, who's not been particularly great this year? So, no, but still their best cornerback. Yeah. Don't trust the Rams running game. Why? Because it's the Rams running game. How about Cam Akers at 12,300? Uh, He's got three touchdowns in his last two games. He's very touchdown dependent. Three and a half yards per carry. I'm never going to say it's, nice things about Cam Akers ever. It's very. No, he's, he's a running back. There's one thing that Hopper will always stay on is this: if he finds one running back to hate, you will never say anything. He'll never like him, no matter what. Yeah, I'm reading three and a half yards to carry. No thanks. No. It's the same thing. Really, it's the same thing as is Watson, right? It's you're playing for the touchdown. If you don't get it, you're real disappointed. Again, fuck this game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I like what you say. Yep, fuck that game too. That's the show. That's the show. Nailed it. That's Nailed the show. it. Thanks. Bye. See ya. <laughs>